Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 93 of the Xbox Era podcast. I'm Sika Mechanico, and I'm joined, as usual, by Special Nick. What's going on? And we are very pleased today to have a very special guest, Taylor Lyles from IGN Tech Editor, previously from The Verge, here with us today for the first time. How are you doing, Taylor? I am doing well. Thank you for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. Um, Thanks for making time for us, Taylor. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We got a got a interesting topic, hot topic today to talk about. So, why has something gone on this week? I, yeah. I, I just a little old thing. Definitely not the, one of the biggest things to happen in gaming history. Definitely not that. My God. Um, well, we're going to get into that, um, but. I would be remiss of me not to do two housekeeping items first. One, to say a big thank you to Jesse, who is, as always, hiding in the background, pressing all the buttons, pulling all the levers. So a big thank you to mm -hmm. Jesse for doing that. And two, very, very, very quickly, to our audience watching right now, Boom Stick XL is like in very very what's what's the phrase you would use nick in australia a bee's penis i believe is a the bees, yeah. phrasing yeah. something in like the uk that. we would say that's cock it's this far away from reaching ten thousand subscribers on youtube so if you get a moment pop over to boomstick xl's channel and give him a sub just to give him that moment today because he'll be very very happy and he definitely deserves yep. it he's a great guy and does a lot of cool podcasts every day so definitely give him a watch and yep. with that said uh before we get into today's news you guys been playing any video games lately yeah tyler yeah i've been <laughs> yeah i've been playing redacted and uh also <laughs> dipped a little bit in uh god of war for the pc very good port mm. but um but yeah I, I won't talk too much about playstation because this isn't the the, the applicable oh, podcast for it's, this, all it? <laughs> it's all good i have to admit i picked up uh the steam port of god of war i've played I, I'm I'm coming up to my my Steam. Do I refund this or not? Because I, I get a bit bored of these, you know, kind of monolithic. They're not always my type of game, and I'm I'm teetering. So I've got about half hour worth of gameplay left to see if I want to kind of see it through. I mean, it's very pretty, and yeah, it's very solid performance, and it looks great in ultra wide on PC. Oh, it supports nice. ultra wide, does it? Yeah, twenty one by nine, not the full thirty two right. yeah. by nine, but it 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 looks nice it looks very, it would. very nice mm. but yeah I, other than that i've barely had a chance to play anything this week it's been far too busy life has been far mm. too difficult the news has been far too uh prevalent and overwhelmingly uh causing lots of stir and busyness in amongst yeah. the teams so and i'm sure that's probably you know taylor you you work with ign um that must be a fun slack channel if you guys use slack or teams or yeah. whatever you use slack chit chat or it's discord slack was eventful this week yeah <laughs> they do use slack i was listening to ign uh unlocked podcast unlocked and ryan mentioned that he got a text from one of i think the graphics guys or something like that saying dude look what's happened like look what's going on and ryan was saying how he quickly got up and checked slack and like couldn't believe what was happening. <laughs> yeah, I, I woke up that morning. I got a text. It was like, hey, heads up. Something big's going to happen at about like 8.30 your time. I was like, what? And then I go on Twitter real quick. I saw, what was it? the wall street journal or maybe it was bloomberg mm. or maybe it was both of them i was like what and i was like what and then there was the yes. official like xbox wire post that came at like 8 27 like my time and i was like what oh my god yeah yeah <laughs> unbelievable it, it, insane unbelievable. and 
it's going to, I think it's going to be the main, the, the, there's lots of different things to touch on. And, you know, Halo, I'm sure you're aware. I think we mentioned it just before we went live. Nick and I got together that evening and did a, luckily Nick's off and, you know, working week didn't matter too much time zone wise. We did a mm. quick emergency podcast on this to kind of chat about the implications. Since that point, there's been a few developments, um, yep. some tweets and things that, that are probably worth touching on. Um, yep. But I mean, what's you know as a way to get started taylor you know you you're working with ign you've kind of been looking at tech and been around the games industry for a while to kind of segue us in because we always like to find out a little bit about our guests when we have yeah. them on so i want to i want to pry just a smidge um could you give me in a nutshell you know how, how you kind of got to where you are now and then you know yeah like you say you, you you've been seeing this kind of all the different things that have happened in the industry over the last 20 30 years this is a pretty big one and then yeah. maybe we'll get your thoughts on kind of what you think the implications are and we can get get rocking and rolling and have a look at everything else yeah absolutely yeah so hi i'm taylor um and yeah i, th I feel like i mean i'm 26 for context so it's it's funny because when i think about other big game thing like big things yeah. that happen in the gaming industry like in history i was like i feel like this might top it right now i thought <laughs> oh, it, it used to be the, it used to be when it used it used to be when when microsoft bought zenimax which was like <laughs> then, right, then it's, i was like okay they were just like hold my beer i was like all right i guess so <laughs> so but yeah i'm taylor uh i'm 26 uh i live in the united states uh, i live in maryland uh sometimes i go on podcasts and i rep some maryland gear because i gotta gotta show some love to the maryland fans <laughs> out there not? yeah Absolutely. why not <laughs> uh but yeah uh, I started writing uh, like about games uh, when I was in high school, uh, like about sophomore year, and I was just doing that just like as a way to just improve my writing. Uh, not that it was like terrible or anything; it was just like just a little scrappy. It just had to like you know tighten up things. Yeah, and um, it was just uh, you know it was about 2019. Uh, I decided, yeah, 2019, I was like working at a sales job. I hated it. It was very dead end. And I just was like, you know what? I'm just going to just try to, cause like I was doing like, like unpaid or, uh, you know, work and stuff like that up until that point, but it was like very yeah. on and off. And like 2019, I decided I was like, okay, I'll just kind of just dive head at first and just see what happens. And, you know, I was like freelancing for a bit with like digital trends and business insider. And, you know, uh, was it was, uh, I think it was like December 2019. I saw that The Verge was hiring for uh, for a job that like fit my uh, my qualifications. Uh, right. You know, yeah. And I went into the interview process. It, uh, it took like a few weeks. And then I started working there in February. I was there for a little over a year. Uh, I got an offer at IGN to come uh, be a tech editor. I was like, oh, heck yeah. So, um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just, yeah. It was wild how, how uh, turbulent it felt for the last like few years but uh you know i you know i you know i i feel very lucky and thankful blessed and all that stuff and you know i'm especially glad with what i get to do you know at my current job where it's like you know um i've noticed specifically leading up to the release of like the ninth gen consoles like the series x and the s and the ps5 you know i realized that there was definitely a market to kind of focus more on like the tech and like the how and the why mm. because i felt like previously like uh gaming talked about it but not really to a point where like you would see at like a like a 
more tech focused website and so i wanted to kind of focus my beat a little bit more on like tech and like how it's influencing and impacting the game industry because i'm not really seeing that a whole lot from yeah. gaming websites so i was like okay cool i'll hop right in i'll ride this little <laughs> wave and let's see what happens <laughs> so well, i think it's, <laughs> i think it's part of the parcel of of the medium growing up with us you know like you're saying you're 26 here i am thinking oh god i'm really old Man. I don't even know feel, how Nick feel, feels right feel, now. Like, good I feel lord, so much I look older than I already do. So, wow. but you know, as we've, as I've grown up with the industry, you know, before it was just a box and it played the things I like, you know. And then as as you get older and you start reading it and you kind of peek behind the curtain a little bit, you start to get interested. And we saw it, especially I think with the Xbox One, PS4 Gen teraflops were a big topic of conversation. Mm. 900p versus 1080p. Do you remember those times? Yeah. It was bad times if you're a big Xbox fan, I think. <laughs> but I think that was the real, you know, and we've seen the success of sites that look into the tech of Digital Foundry um, and stuff like that has seen really, really big success over the last gen. But it's not just about games performance now. It's, it's also about the stuff that we play our games on like vrr displays and mm. what's a good monitor to buy because there's so many avenues and ways in now and handheld devices and x cloud and it, it's a it must be yeah. a super interesting sector to kind of cover off and, oh, and get absolutely. interested in right because there's always something new something in new initiative being kind of thought up is that a pretty good way to sum it up that's a pretty good way to sum it up and also too like what i also wanted to do a lot more of when i joined was you know talk a little bit more about like the the community aspect but more in a way where it's like modding but you know talk like uh i know one of the first stories i wrote was like somebody uh made a custom gaming pc and they used a gamecube as the like the case Amazing. and I, I, so i was like i was like i could just hit this as like a straight news hit but i also was like i want to talk to this guy i want to i want to learn more about like the, just like the whole framework of this and so you know yeah, i thought the story turned out pretty great and i saw some other uh outlets started like talking about it as well i remember another story i wrote like really early on when i started at ign was like i think it, you know, it was like an intel ai project and they were trying they were basically making like it was like showing gta 5 in like a photorealistic way using machine learning and stuff that. and yeah mm. and I, I wrote it and then i saw a bunch of other websites like picked it up and i was like because i just thought it was so cool and it's like you know it's i think a, a lot of that kind of stuff kind of just glosses over by us because it yep. news is such a short cycle and yeah. even like yesterday I, I published a story about um i know it was like a couple days late but i wanted to take a more uh interviewee approach to it and talk to the guy who made the the device but um uh, there was like uh someone made a adapter for the dual sense that allows you to play it with one hand and i was like wow this I is really cool that. and oh, i was wow. thinking about it from like the accessibility standpoint and like like i was like i was like i think about a week and a half like late to it and but like i wanted to just talk to this guy and i wanted to interview this guy and also there was just a lot of stuff going on so i was like i couldn't get out sooner than that but i, I felt really it felt really rewarding talking to him about it because i got to learn a little bit more and i was able to add a lot more context to the story and it also fixed kind of like it also helped with like the angle i was trying to like get at here which is like i wanted to focus more on like that accessibility angle because that's immediately what i saw outside of the fact like oh this is really cool and i also just remembered he was also the guy who made like a adapter that turns your xbox controller into like a, a hotis setup so, so which yeah, was great yeah, for he people did playing the, flight uh, sim. for, for flight yeah. sim yeah mm -hmm. yeah it's all 3d printed and, and it's really clever and, and I, I guess especially from an accessibility angle you know certainly on the microsoft side that you've got the accessibility controller but i guess the 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 playstation camp at the moment don't have anything quite as uh broad that covers so many bases right so that is one angle to look at it where you know is this something yeah i can download the 3d prints i can go get them made 
and it might be able to help some people, which is a great way to yeah. great way to look at it. Yeah, but yeah, you're absolutely way. right. Yeah, there's been a lot of news this week, and <laughs> uh, you know, as we touched upon at the beginning of the show, there's just one topic of conversation that I think every podcast, every pundit is going to cover, and that is obviously Microsoft's uh, announced acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Um, I renamed the OT on our forums to there's an acquisition OT where lots and lots of fans discuss like hmm what business might Microsoft do no one saw this coming I renamed it today to acquisition blizzard because I thought that was a really Uh, funny name someone's gone and edited it into something else less clever I'm very upset I didn't do that That I'm I'm gonna find out who who did it and then you know how much know how long it took to update the studios OT did you put? Have you put all the new studios in already? Yeah, it took wow. me a full day. It's like I was working. Like it took <laughs> me a full day. Well, to that's edit the first that time OT. you've really worked on. This I know show. that's the first time I've done any work. <laughs> like it took me the entire day. I've just and the part that took the longest wasn't all the graphic design stuff because I I used to be a graphic designer. I can usually whip up that stuff pretty quick. It was like doing the research on the studios. Yeah, like. Yeah. I wanted to add Vicarious Visions to it oh. because even the, like Vicarious Visions is a weird one. They're still technically alive, but they're kind of Their name is part of Blizzard and it's it's this weird thing. But I wanted them in there. Do you know how many games they've made? Who? They I'm have made <laughs> so... I, I could not believe on Wikipedia the list of games that Vicarious Visions have done. And it's been almost all Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advanced, Nintendo wow. DS, um, a lot of portable stuff. But man, just doing all of that made me realize just how much Microsoft they're about to acquire. Like, it's just bonkers. It is absolutely crazy. Like just, Yeah, and... I guess that's what I wanted Man. to kind of start off with. You know, I think everyone, uh, I've kind of come, I've come to terms with what I read. You know, like 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 Taylor was saying earlier, like what? Um, you know, you kind of double take it. You sit there and you think, is this for real? Like because we all thought, let's rewind twenty twenty September. Um, oh wow, that's a lot of money. That's a huge deal, and that was big. And this is just a, a, a mm. this is just a whole other level of insanity. <laughs> yeah. um, Crazy. And I think that the gaming community or certain sections of it, they're not coping very well. Um, there has been no. hot takes galore out there. I um, get it. Don't I get do. me wrong. I, I understand. Like, if... I'm just trying to think of the best... Look, this, this isn't anything new. Like, acquisitions have been around forever. I just think... What I think is happening here is people are starting to slowly realize the level Microsoft are playing at. So this is ultimately the playbook that Nintendo wrote back in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. They did. Anyone who's old enough will know that Nintendo, people say, oh, Microsoft evil, Sony evil, Activision evil. People don't realize what Nintendo were in the 80s. The Nintendo people- versus Sega. Nintendo in the 80s and early 90s were brutal. Like, Sega had to port multi-platform games themselves because of what Nintendo were doing. So imagine now if we were in a situation where Sony, hypothetically, Sony wants Call of Duty because Microsoft's locked away Call of Duty, and the only way they can do it is if Sony uses one of their first-party games to port it themselves. And that's how they have to get it. 
That's what Sega had to do. Sega had to port a lot of multi-plats themselves because of the agreements Nintendo had. Like, just... Nintendo were brutal. And then Sony edited that playbook in the 90s. They bought Final Fantasy. They bought a publisher. They bought Psygnosis in the 90s because they wanted games for their upcoming PlayStation. Psygnosis. Psygnosis, sorry. (laughs) Psygnosis. Listen, the Sega one one is legit. Leave me alone about (laughs) Sega, please. We've talked about this before. Cygnosis, whatever. They were one of the biggest publishers in Europe at the time. They were. When Sony bought them. Um, You know, they bought Final Fantasy so that Nintendo wouldn't get it anymore. They money had a Tomb Raider, Resident Evil, so Sega couldn't have those anymore. Like, this is a, a tale as old as time. It's just that Microsoft's doing it with a far bigger wallet, which I think is what people are starting to now come yeah. to grips with. Like the, the level of money the Microsoft has is just unfathomable. Like it's, they've it's also got very different business goals. You know, if we were to look at Nintendo, yeah. you know, they are very unique in the way that they approach the games industry. They are primarily surviving off of their first party titles. Their titles are evergreen. They're mm. always, float at or around retail price from the moment yep. from launch until the end of time um and yeah you know microsoft aren't really in the same fight as nintendo and sony now they're thinking bigger and they're thinking 10 years in in the future and, and things like that i i think the the most entertaining thing for me this week has been i guess just reading a lot of the very reactionary takes um and and yeah a lot of the you know the very very i think destin Lagari from from ign touched on this he did a video today we saw a really great uh post kind of uh brain dump from synth who's a moderator and uh friend on the xbox era discord where it's like look you know you're dealing in a scenario where for the last decade microsoft was not supporting xbox until no. you know phil came into the role and then it became a pillar like windows like azure etc and you had a company sony going poking poking a bear Mm. for the last 10 years yeah we're going to lock you out of this we're going to buy this up and what frustrates me in this in this industry and i think it's a perfectly fine thing to call out right and i appreciate it's a hot debate there is a very very it feels like one rule for them one rule for the other Mm. and the prime example that i think is most recent in everyone's memory is tomb raider exclusivity Microsoft yep. does a very Sony thing. This game was going to get made, but we're going to pay to have it here first. Yep. Perfectly normal on any other day, but because Microsoft did it, it became an uproar. And it was pushed by gaming media at large. And, you know, I remember reading Eurogamer, um, Polygon. Yeah, well, how long for? Why is it? Why? Like, why have you paid for it? Why have you done this? But we don't see that same push when they announce, yeah, we're, we've made Final Fantasy VII remastered and exclusive for a year. We don't see that same energy of asking those questions because it's just considered okay. And that mm. is interesting to me. And a lot of that's come to the forefront in a lot of the discussion over the last four days. And I find that not really, the, really... Not even just the questioning. When, I don't know, when when it was Street Fighter V or when it was Final Fantasy sixteen, it was a shrewd business strategy. But when it's the shoes on the other foot, oh, well, what are they doing to gaming and why are they taking games <laughs> away from a platform? Well, hold on a second. 
Xbox One lost the entire fighting game genre because of one money hat, uh-huh. Street Fighter V, and they lost the entire genre for the rest of the generation. Like, that's that was a savvy like, move from Sony. It right? was it, it was a shrewd it. business move. It was a very shrewd, very very smart. That's the thing. It was. They're not lying. It was a very very smart move. But then, if you can afford to buy an entire publisher and that publisher <laughs> makes Call of Duty. That's a pretty smart business move too, if you can afford it. Like yeah. if, if you, if you can, can afford, afford the seventy billion, that's a pretty smart business move too, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's a like, lot of money. Yeah, I mean, what's, a what's ridiculous your take amount it, of money. When you look like, at when you look at how how the industry has covered games, do you do you feel that there is a little bit of that? Because we're all human at the end of the day. I prefer Xbox. I'm quite open about that. Hey, we run an Xbox focused podcast. There are people that prefer PlayStation. There are people that prefer Nintendo. Do you feel that sometimes? the biases that we all inherently have to a degree sometimes come through in reacting in a human way to this kind of thing? Or do you think it's it's overblown somewhat? What do you, and I realise that's a loaded question, right? So I don't <laughs> want to put you on the spot. This is your personal opinion. If yeah, you I have mean, one. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think... I think it's a little... It could be a little bit of both. I mean, I've definitely... You know, I think people have every right to be concerned and scared about what's going to happen next especially with if we take the the console tribalism which i hate console tribalism i hate this old <laughs> console war bs like My I'm, I'm, box. I'm i'm so i'm so non-partisan in this whole art like you know i have like i have all the co- like i have a nintendo console i have a playstation console i have a like you know i i grew up having all those generations like front like you know it's, it's very privileged and very lucky i'll say that yeah because like, i know not everybody has that luxury so to me i don't have a bias <laughs> But, um, you know, I, but what I see, you know, I think with this, I feel like there's a little bit of fear from just people just like figuring out like, cause when you, I mean, cause again, like Activision is currently in a, you know, like an ongoing lawsuit right now. Not in a good place. I, I, yeah. It's, they're just not in a good place right now. And then when I think about like, you know, we just saw like yesterday that Raven software was unionizing. I think there's, there's so many things going on with Activision Blizzard. Mm. Uh, and then this happens. And it's, uh, you know, there's just a lot of different historical moments in the industry are happening right now. And then this happens and we're just trying to f- make sense of all of it. It's 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 very complex. It's it's understandable to have, like, really mixed feelings because I had mixed feelings about it for a day, like, the day it happened. Mm. And, you know, I couldn't even think about, like, what the big picture was. And we'll it's get to it in a second. It's a monumental shift. It's definitely a monumental mm. shift. Um, but I can see how some people could get upset with it from a from a tribalism standpoint i don't i, I disagree but you know well, I mean, I, again i get it like if, if you're one of the people that can only pick one ecosystem to be in and you chose playstation because last generation it would make sense for that to be playstation yeah. that's where everything was um and you know despite the talk around exclusives the best-selling games the most played games on just about every platform are call of duty fifa madden uh, Fortnite, uh, like, the yeah, a lot of multi-platform games. stuff. Yeah, that's Less. right. So, <laughs> if if Microsoft is now potentially taking that away, all of a sudden the people that all they play on their PlayStation is Call of Duty. I know people that all they play on their Xboxes are Call of Duty, and that's it. There's going to be PlayStation people in the same boat. All they play is Call of Duty. All of a sudden, their only reason to play their console is potentially on the way out so i i understand 
that angst. It's just, I, I don't know. I don't think, I, I don't think this will really sink in and will have, will be feeling the true impact of it until it actually goes through. Yeah. And then Microsoft can be clearer on what comes next. Yeah. I think, I think that's because a... right now, I would argue that legally, there's not a lot Phil can say in great detail. Yeah. He, he has to, there's certain things he probably has to say right now, which is what his tweet would have been about well, yesterday. That's a good segue, right? So let, let's, let's talk about that tweet, right? Because let's, very let's clever add wording. some context. Let's add some Very flavor. clever wording in that tweet. Well, I, I don't want to talk much about the wording. So this got announced. The internet and the gaming media and, and gamers themselves went nuts. And it was all everybody mm. was talking about. Um, emergency podcasts were held, the usual stuff. Sony's stock, now granted the stock markets were down across the board, I think, on that particular day. But Sony's stock dropped, I don't know, 18, 20 points, something like that. It was a big dip. And then we see a tweet from Phil Spencer the next day. Mm. Had good calls this week with leaders at Sony. I confirmed our intent to honour mm. all existing agreements upon acquisition and our desire. of Blizzard and our desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. <laughs> Sony is an important part of our industry and we value our relationship. Now, I don't know about the stock market, but the stocks immediately started to recover after that statement. Mm. There is a part of me that's like, was that an obligation okay I, I will make a message out to to stop that impact to you on your business because this is a big shift as, as before i even get into the language of it am i am i tinfoil hat wearing here no or no, do no, you no, guys no. think that that's a fair call not at all no no, yeah. no 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 i didn't even think of that till you brought it up i didn't yeah. even think of that angle of it yeah that that might have been maybe that's what the phone call to phil was about <laughs> well <laughs> that, that could have been what it was about you look at and, and to your point, right, Nick Taylor. You guys were just saying Call of Duty, all these other multiplayer games or multi-platform games are regularly, you know, gaming forums. If you're on IGN's forums, if you're on our forums, Resetera, you're in the bubble. You're in the hardcore mm. of hardcore bubble. If you're on those sites, right. So your favorite games does not equal the rest of the world. Does anyone talk about mm. Roblox on Resetera no. or Minecraft? <laughs> It's very yeah. rare, but it, it, it it's like once in a blue moon from what I'm seeing. Right. Yeah. And if they do, it's probably about some of the controversial things that Roblox does to exploit child game developers mm. and stuff like that. It's not about the 45 million people a day playing or something like that. Oh, excuse me. Um, so there's that element of it. But yeah, if, if, if Sony were to have lost Call of Duty in two years' time... They get a 33% cut or 30% cut or whatever the store cut is on all sales, microtransaction sales, PlayStation Plus subscriptions. That is material impact to Sony and PlayStation as a business, if mm. that were to go away. So that's when if. I saw that tweet, I was like, I can understand why that tweet exists. But then, yes. You can talk about the language of the tweet, Nick, if you want. Well, I mean, it, it was clever. Like, and he did the same thing with Bethesda. It was exactly the same. He worded it. I mean, do people seriously think that Phil's PR people didn't go over his tweet word for word before he sent it? We've got 280 like, characters, people. Let's make it work. 
what we say. <laughs> We're not like, doing twit longer. No more. Yeah. <laughs> no twit yeah, longer like, here. We doing the the default Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, like those words were chosen very carefully. You can intend to do a lot of things. I intend to do more work for Xbox Era. Is it going to happen? Fair chance it doesn't. I can desire a lot of things that I'll never get. Like yeah. Ferraris. He. He, that's right. I, I, he chose those words very, very carefully. He didn't flat out say, nah, it's all good, guys. Call of Duty for, for the rest of time. Yep, staying on PlayStation forever. Could have said that. Could have said that. And then there's other reasons that wording is clever. Call of Duty Warzone is still Call of Duty. Yep. I know people like to call it Warzone, but it's Call of Duty Warzone. And that will stay on PC, PlayStation, that, that'll that stay on every platform it's currently on for as, for God knows how long. 10 years, 15 years. But the mainline Call of Duty games, I doubt will be on PlayStation past 2022, 2023. But Warzone will. So Call of Duty will still be on PlayStation. Yeah. Even if it's, those yeah. main games aren't. Um, because as most people said back with Bethesda, you don't spend $7.5 billion to keep status quo. Guess what? You don't spend $69.7 billion to keep status quo either. Like, it's just... Well, it's I, yeah. I mean, what, what, what do you think, Taylor? Do you think, do you think Nick's right? And do you think that we'll see, you know, Call of Duty mainline games disappear after, on, on the PlayStation platform after that period of time? Or do you think that... There's something else at play here. Is Call of Duty too big? What's your take? I could see it. Honestly, I could see it going either way. But I feel like if if I had to give like a definitive answer to like firmly answer your question, I would. It wouldn't surprise me if you know Call of Duty ended up just being strictly on Xbox moving forward. Like obviously you'll mm-hmm. still have Warzone on you yeah. know like PlayStation and things like that. But like in terms of like new installments like you know like a black ops whatever i don't know how many mm, black mm. ops they've done i stopped, yeah, yeah. I, I don't play call of duty as much as i used to i kind of stopped playing mm. like after like Same. black ops 3 it just it just wasn't yeah. vibing with me anymore but um and then there was also like a rumor i think bloomberg had said the other day or something that it might not even do annual releases anymore which thank god i hope that's true because oh yeah me too oh, just yeah. so those devs get a break yeah like, well, yeah they have like that's the other aspect of this. They have everyone on Call of Duty. All these talented studios. Yeah, there's a lot and of they have port studios. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone is on Call of Duty. So I just, there's, there's a lot of layers to this beyond, oh, where are my games going? Like, yeah, it, you know, yeah it's so much until, more than that. Yeah, like ahead, up yeah. until this was announced, everyone and their grandmother was digging their boots into Activision over the fact that all their studios were working on Call of Duty, over the fact that they treat their workers badly, over the sexual harassment stuff. Everyone was happy to dig the boots into Activision. Now this gets announced, and we all know that Microsoft is going to have to clean that up, and they've basically made a commitment to cleaning it up. Isn't that a good thing? Like, Yeah, I, I know, think it's a good thing. I mean... I, I think it is a good thing. And again, like to get to that point, to finish the point I had uh, that you had yeah, asked yeah. me earlier was just, yeah, I, I it wouldn't surprise me if we see future Call of Duty games outside of like Warzone. I feel like Warzone's never going to be pulled. I, you know, I just, no. I can't, I can't physically see myself seeing future Call of Duty games on anything outside of the Xbox ecosystem. Mm. And when I, especially when I think about how Microsoft is now all in on gaming and they're 
slowly trying to expand the Xbox ecosystem into things like streaming sticks and smart TVs. It's just like, mm. what's the point? I mean, they like they have the. I feel like if there's anything that people could take away with this, and whether you agree with me on the statement or not, it's quite clear within the last five years that Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft have their own directions they're going in on how yep, they yes. retain their base and bring in new people. And mm. I think each strategy that they have, I think, works in yep. their own way. So you know. You know, I just feel that with with this acquisition, first off, I I can't see, I can't see I cannot see Call of Duty coming onto anything else outside of that. And I, I, what you were saying too, Nick, was just you know all these support studios that Activision Blizzard has, like a good chunk of them mm. are doing that. It's like, but they have so many like properties that are just kind of locked in a, yeah. in a an imaginary basement, and I'm just like you know put clippy and guitar hero man <laughs> but <laughs> it but, looks like yeah. you're trying to play a song i i actually yeah. i i was speaking to a couple uh i saw a couple xbox execs uh at the game awards it was so funny because i was like trying to like lobby why they should put make clippy an uh, assistant on, on the xbox series i would, I would buy that <laughs> I would like, buy it so hard. You know, just things like, oh, it looks like this game's day one on Game Pass. Would you like to pre-install it? <laughs> looks like this game's on Quick Resume. Would you like to pick up where you left off? Oh, they could even put it as a as an AI in Halo Infinite. Yeah. As like your Battlefield AI, like a little clippy AI. That's like, it looks like you're trying to fire this AR. I, I want yeah. it. I want it in my but, life. Wouldn't be a bad idea. And I think, I think with this acquisition, I, I feel hopeful that Microsoft is going to tidy that up and be like, okay, we're not going to have all y'all just working on Call of Duty anymore. We're yeah. going to we're going to dig up some of these IPs we have and we're going to bring back some stuff. We're going to have like cuz I remember what was it? I think last year or the or I think it was last year the developer that worked on the remake for Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 and then I heard it got demoted, I guess, to like a Call of Duty support studio. I was like, why? It did, I thought that game did really mm. well. Why is it being kind of like demoted in this way? So it's like Same with Crash. Know, yeah, it, yeah, it did, like the developer made Crash Four. I was like, it just. I I, I saw a tweet earlier, I, uh, earlier this week. I can't remember who wrote it, but they had said something about where it was like basically along the lines of something. I, I'm not quoting verbatim here, but it was just basically along the lines of like, uh, uh, it, like I think it was like uh, developers that made a game that wasn't like Call of Duty or whatever. It had to be like a billion dollar franchise for Activision yeah. Blizzard to kind of mm. invest in with Microsoft. It doesn't sleep, you know. I mean, you see what Microsoft is currently doing right now, and like you're seeing all mm. the money they're investing and like so many different things. Microsoft has made it clear they are all in on gaming for Xbox. Yeah, so for I think, I think, time. I don't, yeah, exactly. And I'm glad that they're, I'm so glad they're doing that now. And I, I, you know, I think a lot of that has to do with Phil Spencer. So I, I hope that with this acquisition, that we'll see a lot of these developers get to work on stuff that isn't just aiding in Call of Duty support and, mm, you know, getting right. to make some really cool things. Uh, a lot of i like to see a lot i hope to see a lot of all in the family type things like i don't know let yeah. let let uh, toys for bob make a banjo kazooie game or something yes. <laughs> yeah the 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 opportunities ahead of microsoft now because people don't get how many employees there are in activision blizzard alone blizzard oh, alone five thousand plus employees yeah. that is more than king. the entirety king's of Xbox got a lot studios king has a lot king as well the mobile division um yeah. the, there's a lot of people out there um, and there's lots of different avenues where these resources and I get this fear of layoffs, right? There's publishing teams, there's customer support teams, there's things that might not jive necessarily with, with how people would consider Microsoft would do business. But 
I think they learned from previous acquisitions, Lionhead. Um, they've learned particularly from when they acquired Minecraft. And, you know, to this day, Minecraft just seems to be, yeah, we'll, we'll do what the hell we like, Phil. We, they what, just what do, do whatever they want to do. Minecraft on Game Pass. You wait a year before I even think about it, says Mo Yang. You know, you've got you've got those guys, but then we've got these new people coming in. They're probably just going to leave them alone and have them operate as these siloed entities. Like Bethesda. That, yeah, yeah, similar it, to what the Zenimax uh, acquisition did, where exactly like, they're right. still kind of like, yeah. So, but the, the the IPs, the the resources, mm. the creativity, the talent—that's what they've acquired. I think more than anything oh, else. We um, were just talking about Raven. I know. On our last week. episode, I was like, "Please, Microsoft, pry Raven out of Activision." Instead, they just went and bought all of Activision. They were clear. I'm glad they listened, nonetheless. Oh, I love Raven Studios. One of my favorite studios. So many great games. And they made Hexen, and they made Heretic, which now Microsoft has as well. Which is Hexen just... used to run on IdTech back in the day. Yes, ran on IdTech. Guess what? A new Hexen can run on IdTech again now. Oh, like, Phil oh. literally tweeted about how I, I think know. we have Hexen now. We have Hexen now. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's exciting. Uh, and, it's oh, exciting. man. Like, there is an irony about it, though. Like... You know, Activision had everyone on Call of Duty, and if it wasn't Call of Duty, and if it wasn't making billions of dollars, then they weren't interested. Microsoft had that turn. Oh, yeah. Had their the turn in that franchise. arena as well. If it wasn't Halo, and it wasn't Gears, and it wasn't Forza, sorry, you're not getting a sequel. If you don't yeah. sell like Halo CE straight out of the gate, you're not getting a sequel, sorry. Recall. And they Rise. shut down Lionhead, and they got rid of <laughs> Twisted Pixel, and they shut down Ensemble, and they. they I want had another their Blinks turn. game. <laughs> yeah. I want another hey, game. <laughs> anything oh. is possible now they've got like 32 studios and like something like 50 something teams that can over make 60. games yeah yeah well there you go the over world 60, is xbox's like... oyster at this point it's it's kind oh, of insane. man just... i want to pause for a second because we we really got stuck straight in and, and there's loads still to talk about but we have um super chats 200 odd people watching us right now and there are some super chats to hit up um Faisal, Faisal. Faisal. Uh, welcome Taylor. Have a great show, Jesse and friends. Thank you, Faisal. Capital big... Capital F. <laughs> oh, yes. Big friends. Important fan. question, Taylor. Import. This is interesting. Twenty six years old. This could go either way because you could could have been it's part had of a revival binge. with Netflix. <laughs> it's had a revival with Netflix. Taylor, Taylor. Very important question. This is Arguably very important, the most Taylor. important question you're going to be asked. Do you like the TV show Friends? Yeah, it's oh. all right. It's okay. It's oh. good. I like it. It's just, <laughs> I like it. We're so old. We're out on the oh. island on our own, dude. I, I, yeah, I like oh. it. <laughs> I'll take it. I'm going to take that as a yes. All right. I no, like I, it. I like fine. it. It's just like when I. It's like when I think of other sitcoms, like around that time, when I go back to, I feel like that's like one. I'm like, I might go back to it. I, I just, <laughs> but I liked it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, on, I'm, kind of, I'm on a full house kick again because rest in peace, Bob Saget. Yes, Bob Saget. Uh, I just yep. really yeah. love Full House. That's such a good show. And then Full House Fuller, was good. I used to watch that yeah, it too. Was, it was pretty good. I thought it. I thought it ended at just the right time because I thought it was losing a little bit of mm. steam halfway through. So I'm yeah. glad that they, Netflix kind of decided. They're like, you know what? I think we've we've ride this wave long enough. Let's end it proper. <laughs> it's very yeah, rare yeah. for a studio to do that. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> instead of just pushing out sequel after sequel and then oh 
well, that quote we were talking about. I gotta say, Ty- though, Tyler- my favorite episode of Friends was the th- the Thanksgiving one, or the one with Ross's sandwich, and he just, like, had, like, that nervous yeah. breakdown. My, <laughs> my, my sandwich? My office. My sandwich. The Friends reunion so it just was, like, a, a tearjerker, too. Just That was great. Oh, it was so good. It was, it was good. Oh, well, Taylor's answer was better than Jason Ronald's, and it was better than MVG's. It was better than <laughs> MVG's that. is like, worse. No, I hate that you know, show. Oh, Jason Ronald, you know, as, as soon as this happened, as soon as this happened with acquisition, I messaged Jason Ronald. I said, question. And he knew straight away exactly what I was going to talk about because he <laughs> reacted with a laughing emoji. I said, question. So, I know backwards compatibility is over, but... Can't we do one last batch with yeah. anything that was trapped in licensing hell with Activision now? I don't know. I'm not. No but comment. It's funny. We, we started talking about old games, and he was saying how he's doing his yearly playthrough of Final Fantasy on the NES and all that sort of stuff. I said, Oh, you know, I do that. Like, I play Super Punch Out, uh, Super Nintendo Super Punch Out, like, all the time. He's like, What? In between your friends' marathons? And I'm just like, Wow. <laughs> Look at this guy. Check this guy. Who do you out. think you are, Jason? He's Ronald. got jokes and everything. This guy, <laughs> like, check him out. <laughs> Unbelievable! Oh man, oh, um, we've got ninety nine Rukin. I hope it does. Ninety nine Rukin says, "Imagine an Xbox Smash Brothers with Blizzard cutscenes directed by Ed Boon if he agrees to it. Also, <laughs> who will be next after this deal is done? One thing, and I need to make this clear before we answer your question, ninety nine Rukin." Xbox fans, Xbox era community, this is enough for the whole year. This is enough for a decade in I terms know. of acquisition. Stop with the acquisition <laughs> Come stuff. On. Not that there's not going to be more. I'm sure there'll be more. <laughs> there but like, there are, Oh, there always will be more. I, I don't think Microsoft is done. Um, That's insane. But can we stop, like at least on the forum now, stop with the doom and the gloom about when is Microsoft going to acquire someone? Like, yeah. <laughs> They, I think they, they filled the quota. <laughs> yeah, they filled the quota now for a while. Let's just let it go for 2022, and yeah. maybe we'll hoping, come back around. Yeah, I'm, I'm just hoping that with this acquisition, that they'll give us a Master Chief skin for Soldier 76 and Overwatch. <laughs> I, I saw, I saw. Oh, yeah. Who was it? Someone did a YouTube video of it, didn't they? They put a skin over the top. There's a lot of crossover possibilities. There's so many crossovers. A lot of crossovers. Can't wait for Age of Starcraft Empires. Oh my god. (laughs) Call of Duty Covenant Warfare. (laughs) Starcraft comes back. Imagine a a Call of Duty Halo crossover. And I mean that in a very serious way. They they go ODST with it. They go full Infinite Warfare. You have all the set pieces of Call of Duty, but it's Halo Universe. Covenant Weapons. There's so much There's they can do. They now. Can the do. power that they could have. I know they uh, got so much. They got so much power. It's like it's like the Infinity it's Gauntlet. A <laughs> There's still there's still three more slots on that gauntlet they got to fill. I think. <laughs> I think there's still two or three more slots. Really, I thought Activision okay. Blizzard was gonna fill out at least two. <laughs> no, yeah. that's just that's the power stone. They've got the, <laughs> there's still like the Reality Stone. There's still, don't worry. There's still a few more. Uh, blast the. Blast the base. Compound sentences. I confirmed our intent to honor existing contracts. I confirmed our desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Which goes back to what we were talking about before. It was That tweet was very cleverly worded. Just like all the communication around Bethesda yeah. was cleverly worded until that deal was through. And then they said, guess what? It's going to be where Game Pass exists. 
Yeah. Which is what will happen here. Here's the thing, right? I know that everyone is saying that this should conclude by June 2023, right? That's the that's the worst case scenario. Well, they were saying like yeah, it'll our... c- complete sometime during like the 2023 physical year, which I would I think it ends June something. Yeah, yeah that's June, right. It I, I reckon it'll be by the end of this year. I reckon that's I, my I, guess. There's a part of me by that thinks it might be a little bit sooner. You know, um, yeah. They worked all over Christmas. They they only started the conversations in November, like allegedly. They've gone through all the books, made the made the offer. The offer is accepted. It's gone through solicitors. It's been greenlit, and now they can announce it. They did that over Christmas. Take two weeks off for Christmas. <laughs> like, I wonder how quickly this might actually complete. I, you know, Bethesda was five months, six months. Yeah, about that. It was uh, roughly about six months. Yeah, something yeah like that. had a few more months because they're a bit bigger. Yeah, I don't know. is that how it works, Taylor? I don't even know. Does the, does the size even? <laughs> make a difference ultimately in the end i mean i i i don't think i'm qualified to speak on that but to me i'll it wouldn't i don't i would it wouldn't surprise me if this lasts six to eight months before it's like okay ink Mm. is dry but you know we'll see i mean activision blizzard is definitely a lot bigger than you know zenimax so yeah so Mm. it's like well well, you know i mean you know it's like they 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 when I say took out, it makes it sound like we're doing like Hitman targets, but it's like they you know, like acquired one of the biggest like gaming brands. Like it's like you know acquiring an EA or acquiring an Ubisoft or a Take it's, Two. You know, it's insane. So. Mm. And I remember, yeah, I remember uh, before the new gen consoles were announced, there was all this smoke about Microsoft were fishing for EA. They were fishing for this. They were doing that, and people were hearing. I remember reading about it on Polygon. Um, mm. And then people were shooting it down, like, no, there's no way that this yeah. would ever happen. I'm but pretty sure people this... said that about Bethesda. And look what oh, happened. Well, <laughs> I think what's important to note here is, though, that both of these acquisitions, both of them, this isn't Microsoft going in with a hostile takeover. This isn't Microsoft going in no. and going, hey, we want to buy you. Both of them were approached by Microsoft. Hey, and, and you know, to put it into an analogy, it's like, hey, we've hit our limit. We we can't go anymore now. We've run out of because we're not a trillion dollar tech company like Google, Amazon, Facebook. Can you help? And that's where the partnership and particularly savvy on this part is obviously Activision in in this instance comparatively to Bethesda. And you can kind of see it in the games they made. Bethesda they started trying to try live service stuff, trying to do mm. loot games, didn't really make the bank and make them a lot of money. What do we do? You know, because Arcane Games, critically acclaimed, absolutely loved, didn't love sell. Love some Arcane. Oh, God, mm. love Arcane games. Ugh, exactly, great. right? So Such where's the market? Game. What do they do? Um, and this is where Game Pass makes sense because then it's not so much of a risk because you're supported by 25 million subscribers. We'll get to that later on in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I wonder now, you know, Activision, obviously they, their stocks took a massive dip because of all of the sexual harassment claims, the the lawsuits the fact that they were in trouble and the fact that they'd relegated themselves and all their studios to just Call of Duty is because they'd run out of creative ideas. What do it we was do untenable. Now? They couldn't um, keep doing it. It was going to go this way. Um, so, you know, the narrative that Microsoft is out there trying to monopolize, I would ask a counter question. If these companies suddenly said, we are now for sale, who would you prefer to have bought them that could afford them? Facebook. No, thank you. Amazon. Google. Google. No, thank you. <laughs> Netflix? Netflix, right? Amazon, so, yeah. You've got to ask yourself what... I think Apple is an okay option. 
Apple, yeah. Apple is, but Apple is doing its its own thing. I mean, you know, it's got like Apple Arcade and like they're venturing off mm. soon into like the VR, AR or, you know, XR yep. market. So I, mm. Apple is like, I don't know, when I think about Apple and gaming, it feels like a very complicated thing, especially when you think about like the, the hurdles that like Microsoft had to go through to get xCloud on there proper. And mm. it's not even like, like a, like a, like an app. Yeah. On, like it is on Android. It's like, no, I have to go on like Google Chrome or I have to go on Safari mm. <laughs> and stream it, which is just so frustrating. Yep, so, it is. Yeah, it you know, totally so. is. There's lots of strange stuff like that. Um, we have more yeah, Super Chats though. Yeah, Graham B. Yep. Do you want, do you want to read it? I've read a couple. Being a fan of the Dreamcast where Sony paid publishers to keep games off that console, I can't help but feel what goes around comes around. Well, this is what I was talking about earlier. It, it Like Nintendo wrote this playbook. And then Sony edited that playbook. And then Microsoft came in, read the playbook, and used their much, much bigger wallet to play a different game altogether. Like, it's yeah. just... I do find it moderately amusing it took Microsoft 20 years to read that playbook, though. <laughs> but, the, but Well, it didn't, because they were doing it during the 360 era. Like... Yeah, they did. So, so, so when they, did. Sony they had a was... bit of a, a hiccup in the, the, the eighth gen era. Like, the Xbox One era was definitely a... The oh yeah, a dark. It's only a dark moment during that time. And this is the bad. funny thing, isn't it? Like, uh, it's funny. So Sony now, Microsoft was already like, if Sony had just left Microsoft well alone, Microsoft would have probably just taken themselves out of the market. They were on that path. They were on the path to just being like, you know what? We give up. We're out of here. We've buggered it up. We've stuffed it up. Let's go. We'll we'll take our bag. We'll go home. Let's not sink any more money into this. Yeah, and then Sony started poking at them when they really didn't have to, and now look what they awoke. Like they should have just left them alone. Like there was no need to sit there and try and finish the job by taking away Street Fighter, taking away like literally almost the entire Japanese suite of of game development. Like they just there was no need. They just set a fire under them, and now here we are. It's just. I just find that funny. Microsoft is was on the fun. way out. They were on the way out. They were gone. They were doing the job themselves. Yeah, there was there's just... a really well-known Zed Huge tweet, I think. He's uh, an analyst at mm. Necon, Nikon. Yeah, um, where he said Microsoft's lost all budget. They're not getting any more budget to do anything the now. Division. Yeah, they were like, that's it. Like, that was it. They were put under Windows, and that was the start to them just slowly fading away into nothing. Yep. And then you know, <laughs> now they poked the bear and now look what's happened. It's just... It's kind of crazy. Just, I, it is, isn't it? It's really funny. Oh, well, what are you going to do? Yep. Uh, uh, Joshua Kuma. Xbox Star Wars game at E3 2022. Nick predictions? I don't know. I have no idea. I, I mean, if Microsoft keeps acquiring, like they won't need an E3. Whatever Microsoft does, whatever show they do, will just be E3. They're going to own so much. That I know. Just, I just feel like E3. E3 just, I don't know, E3 is just not really needed anymore. I guess in its current state, it's just like, especially it's kind when of just, not, is it? It's not. It's like, you know, Nintendo and Sony and Microsoft, they've all done their own events. They've all done, pulled some pretty solid numbers. So it's like, yeah. I'm sitting here like, do we really need E3? Not really. I no. think it's just... As a fan growing up and watching E3, I, I'm yeah. sad of its passing. Because, yeah. you know, for someone that isn't in the media, in, in the 
truest sense of the word, right? Um, mm-hmm. Aspirations to be, perhaps. But, you know, I always I used to take a couple of days off. I'd enjoy watching all the announces. I'd enjoy the communal excitement around mm. this solid, focused week of, you know, gamer Christmas. And that's what it is. And that's, that is what it is. It's just ads like, to sell us the next bunch of things. What E3 <laughs> provides, what E3 provides that you don't necessarily lose with E3, but you need someone to come in or for the industry collectively to come together. What E3 provides is structure. So everyone yeah. knows that every year in June, we're going to have gonna this happen. week. We're going to have this week where we hear all this amazing game news. We're going to see these great shows. We're going to have huge moments. We're going to have funny moments like Konami's 2010 show. We're going to have all these amazing... We're going to have all these amazing things. Let's get ready for it. Take E3 away. You lose that structure and you get the horror that was 2020's thing. Where all this yeah, whatever that was. was. Spread out <laughs> over six months and it was just... So if you lose E3, one could say you lose that structure, but at the same time, maybe the industry still gets together to do something yeah. during that week and say, okay, guys, let's all get our shows in that week or two yeah I, I, I don't know i don't know maybe, maybe jeff Keeley put something together and he organizes it like the game awards is has slowly overtaken e3 now yeah. to an next ex- e3 to an extent yeah i mean i feel like gamescom has definitely helped fill the void in some ways as well a little bit but yeah bit. so but yeah I think um, I just yeah i'd like to see them know. you know very much like the nintendo rex but almost with like a spring, summer, and fall catalog where they kind of be like, hey, here's what's coming. And, you know, and they, they show off a little bit. And they have these exciting announcements. I'd love to see Microsoft get to the cadence of doing that because, you know, Nick, we've, we've heard tons of criticism on inside Xbox and how slow-paced it was. Mm. And, and as you've repeatedly said, it's never about the format, right? It's the content. It's the content. Um, and mm. they've definitely got enough teams in theory, within the next uh, content year. shouldn't be a problem for the next few years. Microsoft is person. Forward always been a software company. Now it's just finally catching up to the gaming division. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, um, the scale of man. it is—I just can't get my head around it yet. I don't think it's still—they're just building this little Game Pass empire. Uh, I, oh, like I, I'm, <laughs> you know, it's funny. So here's the funny thing. Back when they acquired Bethesda, I was like, oh, look, personally, Bethesda doesn't super excite me because outside of Doom, I don't really play Bethesda games. Same with Activision. I don't think I play any of Activision's IPs. I bought Diablo 3 just because everyone was hyped about it. I play Call of Duty very infrequently. Mm -hmm. Um, Modern Warfare 2019 was the last one I bought, and before that, it was like, I think... Modern Warfare 3 was the last one I had bought before that. I'm not big on Call of Duty. So both these acquisitions don't do much for me personally and my taste. It's great now that every year or every second year, every third year, whatever happens with Call of Duty, it's great now that I can just try it out with Game Pass. And if I like it, (laughs) great. Play it on the cloud. And that's the best part about it. Like this is... Like as an, if you're someone who subscribes to Game Pass, how can you not be excited about stuff like this? You're gonna have all these extra. I mean, Microsoft just continues to add value to your subscription. Yeah, if, no, I agree. if you hate the subscription model, that's fine. I understand that, and I understand the concerns around the subscription model and all those sorts of things. But if you do subscribe, 
the more Microsoft acquires, the better Game Pass gets. It's also that, that's that's the long and the short of it. It's yeah. it's like, true. It was true when it launched, and it's true now. If you buy two Microsoft first-party games a year, and let's say they're sixty dollars a piece, that's you may as well Game subscribe Pass. to Game Pass. And there are mm. people that will go, but I care about owning my games. You know, yeah. I, no, I'm like that too. I'm very much a like. I'll, I'll chime in on this because I'm very much a pro physical media person. Like, I love mm. buying my discs. I love like having that. Like, it's just like you know, you know, which I, I, that's I prefer that. I like seeing the box art in my on my shelf. But you know, I gotta be honest. Uh, this this generation. I mean, I've bought some discs for my PS5, but I have yet to buy a single physical copy for my Series X. Yeah. I, I I have Game Pass. It's like because it's I, I keep thinking about it. And I was like, I'm mostly playing my xbox for first party stuff anyway so i'm like what's the mm. point i'm already subscribed to game pass why am i gonna use this yeah. to buy? like no. why am i gonna why am i gonna buy these games although like i feel like with certain bethesda games i might just buy the disc just because like i just i, I just really like bethesda i love like they the usually do really and, good so. special editions too they, they, that too so it's like i feel like in that instance i'll probably still buy those but it's like again at that point like right now it's just like i have game pass it's giving me everything I, I really want right now. So it's like, here's what's the, the beauty point? of it, though. Here's the beauty of it. We're almost back to Microsoft fulfilling their vision for Xbox One. Like, <laughs> yeah. so Microsoft wanted you to buy the disc, which would then give you the digital copy. And you can just put your disc on your shelf. And like you said, Taylor, if you love your box art and you love having your physical disc, your disc is there. And then you'd have a digital copy that you could play whenever you want. Game Pass still technically allows the same thing. So when Fallout 5 comes out, you can play it day one without spending an extra cent. Then one day in six months, a year, when you see Fallout 5 on sale for 10 bucks in a store somewhere on disc, you can still buy it, have your box art there, have your disc there on the shelf, but you were still there day one to play it with everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Get the best of both worlds. It's true. That's I get to true. have my cake and eat it too in this instance. That's exactly right. But that again, like exactly I understand right. that that Game Pass is not for everyone because I've definitely had this this conversation with people before in the past. I'm like, okay, well, if you're mostly just playing multi-platform stuff on your Xbox, <laughs> that's gonna be a hit or miss. I mean, there's definitely been a few big ones. I mean, you know, they we got yeah. Rainbow Six Extraction. Like, there's some, you know, Rainbow Six Extraction is the most recent example. Mm-hmm. But but yes. again, like that's a very hit or miss with the first party stuff that is a shoe in so it's like and again mm. it's like if all you're buying is first party stuff you might as well just subscribe to game pass and if you're that mm. hung up on the third party stuff then again just go buy the whatever third party stuff that's on there because sometimes it's on sometimes it comes there day one but again it's like you don't know how long it's going to be on there so yeah that's yeah. true and, and it's funny you said weird. that because last week we were talking about how i have a, a brother-in-law who has never subscribed to Game Pass. When I asked him why, he's like, well, I only play Call of Duty. He's like, that's all I play. I just get Call of Duty every year and that's all I play. So I rang him up the other day. Guess what, mate? <laughs> hey, man, ch- you, won't, you ain't gonna believe this. Yeah, You're yeah. not gonna so believe guess, this. Guess what, buddy? So yeah, he was pretty excited that he'll never have to pay a hundred bucks because in Australia, <laughs> games are very expensive. Um, yeah. uh, rest in peace. Press yeah, F in the he, chat for respects here. For yeah, he, I said you don't have to pay a hundred bucks for Call of Duty ever again. He was quite well, excited. On the on the subject of physical games, and I appreciate. I'm yes, I saw. Yes, a I noticed bit. that. I, I sensed a segue, and I'm like, Ooh. yes, it was a good segue that Taylor mentioned the discs. Thank you, Taylor. Uh, Limited Run uh, printing their first yes. Xbox game. Um, Do we know what really the game cool. is? 
Uh, I we I don't do, do when the power of the internet compels me to know. I don't think they announced it. Uh, yeah, limited run of the hinting is. physical games going to come to Xbox for a while, um, and they'll be doing their first one this summer. What would mm. what would people like to see get limited release? So they haven't actually announced uh, a game. Um, but most Escape. of the time, it's from smaller publishers. Um, do Artful Escape, I reckon. Ah, uh, Artful Escape, The Ascent, um, mm. Neon Abyss, stuff like that. Artful Escape coming to PlayStation Four, PlayStation Five in a few days, a couple of days. <laughs> they, people have to play. Good game. game. Play Did it. Psychonauts two ever get a physical release? I don't think I ever saw. Well, I don't think I ever saw on every one. format except for Xbox. It's getting okay. So yeah, <laughs> okay. Well, I would like look. I mean, I really like Psychonauts too. So it's like if they did a physical copy for it on Xbox, even though I already beat it, which it was really the same thing with that Quake remaster that got a limited run release on everything oh, yeah. but Xbox. Yeah. Wow. And it's and that's like what makes Microsoft me think does that us. does that mean that Microsoft has ditched that archaic minimum print requirement for limited run to f- be doing their first Xbox game? must be that's my assumption do you know the reason why they had that is because they don't print their own discs they pay for them to be printed they don't have their own okay well that's it makes the others do yeah that's why they always had a a limit of like fifty thousand, i think or 30 to 50 that makes sense okay wow okay the more you know um learn something new every day yeah and yeah and and referring earlier to game pass obviously one of the things that came out of all of the interviews and all of the announce of the acquisition was that game pass has finally hit 25 million subs oh really 25 million where'd we hear that number (laughs) yeah i think you you mentioned it last year funnily enough okay Um, around december last year roughly was it november yeah okay so um, it's nice to see that that's confirmed. I actually am. I, I mean, I'm sure it is higher, but that's like the rounded up or rounded to the nearest five. A rough-ish estimate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I wasn't. I was surprised that it wasn't thirty, to be honest, or, or twenty-eight or something like that. Um, yeah. Earlier but, in the year, I thought they may have hit thirty, but then don't forget, like, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I thought it might have been. I think 30, it's just. But... I think. It, I, I'm not surprised it didn't hit 30, if only because uh, we're still waiting for a lot of like the fruition of like that Zenimax acquisition. Yeah. Where a lot of mm. like I think once they start really hitting that first party exclusive hammer, it, it'll yes. hit that like because like at this point like right now I was like well yeah it kind of makes sense that it hasn't hit 30 million yeah but I was like wait until games like Starfield drops wait until mm. you know Redfall drops like wait until like a lot of these projects that were already confirmed actually start you know meeting their like release dates and stuff like that then we'll see that number and, and with greater frequency like yes. they're yes. still at the moment microsoft still seems to be stuck probably unintentionally in that old nothing in the first half of the year yeah everything in the last quarter like, no because it's like seem, yeah it, like yeah, stalker 2 seem, got delayed and it's like yes. it got delayed towards the end of the year and i was like so I was like, I mean, there wasn't really anything coming out from Xbox. Like in terms of first party stuff, I yeah, want to make yeah, that clear. That's right. It, like first quarter, nothing for in terms of first party stuff. And then it was like, you know, I, I mean, I think Crossfire X, maybe that that's it. But like, that's I would not even I, first party anymore. There, uh, that is only being published by Smilegate now. Oh, exactly. So it's like, really? you know, so so Stalker Two was going to come out in like the middle of like Q2, but now they're like, oh, we got to delay this. So I was like, yeah, they kind of just not. I mean, I, I know it's still pretty early in the year, but still, like, 
waiting for a lot of your like for a, a big blockbuster xbox hit like xbox fans are kind of hurting in that sense because there's not really mm. anything high profile highly anticipated coming yeah. out until as early as the summer with like redfall we still don't have a firm date for that yet and no what's the betting they count summer as september 28th stop <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. stop it's gonna be and, and that's like, the thing i don't think demo. I don't think we'll see that constant growth until they start getting that cadence going where they have yes. one or two games per quarter to keep mm-hmm. people subbed. Get them yes. in, and then by the time they finish those games and any other little indies and whatever, oh, the next big game's coming out now. They stay subbed. Oh, then the next big game's coming out. They stay subbed. Yeah. Once they hit that kind of cadence, mm-hmm. that's when you'll see it go 30, 35, 40, 45. Yeah. And then when Call of Duty hits it, then... <laughs> That's something great you'll see probably like my uh, uh, surely Modern Warfare 2 this year goes straight into Game Pass day one. No, not, it not, not if it's not complete. If it's not complete, no. It, oh, it that's true. Yeah, what if they delay it? it all de- well, not just the game. I mean, if the acquisition isn't complete, then it won't go into Game Pass. They won't make a deal. Well, hold on a sec. Bethesda game started coming straight into Game Pass almost as soon as the intent to acquire. No, that's that's a misconception. Bethesda games Are you didn't sure? drop fully into Game Pass until uh, the roundtable. And that's when they did the roundtable. They did the announce. Hey, I swear I feel like a bunch of games came like September, October. Don't think so. Uh, March 11th, 2021 is when 20 Bethesda games joined Game Pass, which is when the deal closed. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, see, well, in that sense, it go. makes sense. Yeah, so like, yeah. So I, you, I wouldn't expect like the Overwatch and the Diablos yeah, yeah, to hit yeah. that until ink is dry Ooh, on the Activision. Plus, <laughs> wow. whatever marketing deal Sony still has with Call of Duty. Yeah. That too. Yeah, that too. Because if it's still there, that's, if it's still there, that's like, the interesting we don't thing. Know. How long was that deal for? Was it for not even 20- just how long? After all the sexual harassment stuff started coming out, how did we know Sony didn't just pull the plug on it? Uh, money. We don't yet. No. And we won't. Probably until later this year. But if it is still in place, I have to ask, okay, yeah, you might have the marketing deal for Call of Duty, but we own the game now. We can put it where the hell we want. Is there a clause Mm. in that existing contract that they could say you can't? I don't know. Because there are things out there now that say that you can't release on others or I, I think i've seen some terminology out there like you can't release on subscription services they don't specifically call out mm-hmm. game pass but um it's an interesting situation i would be if if it completes this side of christmas before a new call of duty release i'd be very very intrigued to see how that all plays out mm-hmm. um but i also uh, people are reminding me doom eternal came to game pass october and maybe that's what i'm getting confused by. that might be what yeah i could yeah. that could yeah, that might yeah, be yeah. where the, the, the and rage coming. 2 came around that time as well yes yeah yeah, yeah like right. around i think that maybe time that's through, that's yeah. what yeah and i think that that's might that might be threw you off yeah fair 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 comment thank you chat yep. always useful to mm. have you guys around bless the chat um so yeah i mean the other big piece of news, and I know you you touched on it super early on in the in the in the conversation today, was um, unionize, unionization um, at Raven. Yes. Funnily enough, yeah. um, I think there's a small union of thirty seven employees from the QA team that have successfully formed a union. They've started a Twitter. I think Polygon first reported on it. Um, now I have to admit, and, and 
Taylor, I appreciate you might not be a subject matter expert, but I'm not too familiar with unions from a UK perspective because, you know, no disrespect to my friends across the pond, um, but you guys don't have as solid protections for you, an employee, as we do here in the UK. We've got a lot of governmental rights and, and regulations that look after us, whereas in the US, as I understand it, someone can just say, you're fired and has to give no cause reason right oh like at will employment yeah 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 That's, effectively yeah. so I, I mean and I, nick i don't know or jesse if, if you guys have got any any comment on this but uh, to my knowledge this is where that they can campaign for better treatment um and 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 kind of better regulations around their employment contracts with regards to what they do how they do it is that is that the gist of it? Explain it at, to at us the moment. Doesn't have much. Aren't they just trying knowledge. to be recognised? Yeah, they they as have put in to try to be recognised. Um, and Activision mm. said we'll take a look at it. Yeah, they they were asking. <laughs> they requested uh, voluntary recognition from management of Activision Blizzard. Uh, hmm. so. So pretty much unions in the works, United States are entirely there so that we get any type of protections as workers. Because we really don't have much of anything for the most part, especially I'm in Florida, and it is uh, at will. They can fire you for whatever reason they want, essentially, at any time. Um, so, yeah, the, the the union jobs are the ones where they'll actually negotiate terms so that, you know, you have workers' rights, which we yeah. just don't really have here anymore. Wow. Mm. America. We do here. If anything here, <laughs> it's almost like the unions of... It's almost the other way down here. It's almost like the unions are starting to get too much power. Yeah. And the governments want to sort of level it back Curtail out. It. Yeah, which is probably what happened ended up happening in the US because the US used it, to have it, unions, it was very it? heavily unionized, yeah. And it became like almost corrupt. There were yeah. some corrupt ones, um some very corrupt ones, and so corporations were able to swing public opinion the other way mm. so hard that we just sort of lost everything over the decades yeah wow but good luck to those guys because I, I think you know yes very they, much they so. were summarily i think they were they they tried to dismiss half the team and i you know i think mm. they, they went through a lot of stuff after crunching like mad to get a game out the door as soon as the game was out the door they're like bye just before christmas which is not oh, cool just just disgusting stuff like they continue to make money hand over fist and yet they just keep laying people off and putting everyone on call of duty and just i hope far out this there. like i really do if you guys want to know how bad it is in the u.s we don't there's no such thing as guaranteed vacation time guaranteed parental leave for childbirth there's nothing that's not a thing by law in almost every state pretty much so it's, it's literally at the discretion of the employer Yes, yeah. and, and, and the, I think the bigger tech companies are good about that stuff, yeah. like mm -hmm. your Apples and your Microsofts and all of them. Oh yeah, it's up to the um, company every time. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Man, it's bad, isn't it? It's it's not fair um, because mm. you know as much as I mean, there's a mindset I think in a lot of cult in a lot of modern culture now, and I think it's it's shifting now from our thankfully younger generation. There's a mindset of uh employee like uh, loyalty and you know work super hard put in all the time you can you can lift yourself up da, 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 with no regard for someone's mental health for someone's energy for someone's work-life mm. balance zero regard for it it's all about how much money you make the company 
And I think that is starting to change because I'd much rather, if I, if I was an employer, I'd much rather have happy, healthy, want to work for me because I've looked after them employees than tired, broken, overworked, stressed out, underpaid employees. And I, you know, that's, that's a very human thing, but money is, is the devil in, in a lot of these instances. And you can kind of see where power has gone to people's heads and, and done all sorts of things to their mindset. Mm. So, um, but that's a very, we're getting into deep philosophical, uh, questions that aren't really about video games. So let's, uh, get moderately back on track. Um, we talked a lot about IPs. We talked a lot about the, the teams that they've got um, at, at Activision Blizzard and what a difference it's going to make to their slate. Um, and I know that lots of people have had different conversations about the IP list and what their dream game that they could make. Oh, let's man. pretend we're in a world. Let's just hypothetical this one out just as a fun exercise. We're in a world where Call of Duty is no longer on an annual release schedule. The Call of Duty teams, the old school ones, so Infinity Ward, Treyarch, and I think that was the, those are the main Sledgehammer. two, right? Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer. These guys, they have the option to work on Call of Duty. Infinity Ward is still the Call of Duty studio at a minimum. But let's say it's now on a two-year cadence and the rest of the teams can get put back in or reform studios, split up, can make small indie projects. What are your dream things that you want to see in the next let's say three years from all the IPs that Microsoft now own across the Activision Blizzard realm, their own realms, Bethesda, what's some dream games that you'd like to see suddenly announced and blow your minds out of nowhere? Rock and roll racing. Guitar hero game. (laughs) Two solid answers straight away. So we've got guitar hero game from Taylor. So you want to see the whole plastic toys come back? (laughs) Oh, that I don't know. I, I keep thinking like, how are they gonna? How they're gonna just convince people to buy them plastic guitars again? Mm, I miss and, my plastic guitar. I mean, I, def- I definitely miss them, but I'm also like, I don't know if they can really convince people to just to buy those again. What, what was that? Yeah, there was a game that Ubisoft was working. At. Was it Rocksmith or Rocksmith? something? I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. I could see them maybe doing something like that, but maybe more story focused. Whereas the the new Rocksmith game was like Rocksmith plus I can't remember the name off the top of my head. I'm sorry. And I was like, oh, this just looks like it's like, oh, just like a, a way for people to just learn how to play the, the guitar. Where I was like, oh, I think they could still do something like that. But it's like using real instruments to some degree, but also have it more story driven and put Clippy yeah. in it. <laughs> Clippy's got to be here some somewhere, somehow. What if they sold a Clippy shaped plastic guitar? <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> I don't even know how that would work. But I don't know how it works, but make the fretboard a long clippy. A long. <laughs> I'm I'm here for it. Either way, um, I miss Guitar Hero. I'd love to see that come back. I miss Guitar Hero. Feeling, was fun. Yeah, and DJ Hero was great. Friends. Dual I keep modes. saying there, there's DJ Hero in the background, just there. Yeah, yeah. That's DJ Hero there. I I still like. I've still got plastic guitars. I've still got. I've still got, got SingStar mics. I've got Lips mics. Remember Lips on remember Xbox Lips. 360. <laughs> I've got lips mics. I've got all that sort of stuff. SingStar was good. SingStar was good. I remember there was a quiz one as well. That I, I think it was like a movie yes. quiz. Lights, trivia, camera, action. Had, got that too. Yes, and I used to have got that the, too. It was a controller with the button at the top. A buzzer. A, yeah, mm. I loved that. That was a good game. Days. Yep. I mean, Jackbox. Uh, Jackbox. Yeah, the Jackbox, Jackbox party. party. Games, they do a good because you just use your phone, and that's smart because you're just yeah, using love, what love, you've got. I love the Jackbox games. Yeah. SingStar supports your phone too. As a oh, microphone now. Oh, so you don't clever. have to buy mics. That's a good idea. 
But I want, want I want rock and roll racing. I want rock and roll racing back. You want to buy Beanox? Let, <laughs> let Turn 10 or Playground do a little rock and roll racing spin-off. Um, you know, everyone is going Toys for Bob Banjo remake. Everyone has put that one forward. Yeah. Um, let Raven do anything. Let them do anything, especially action-oriented. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Just let them do whatever they want even high moon like high moon made that deadpool game in 2013 and that was a cool game um high moon made those really cool transformers games um just there's so much more talent there than people realize like vicarious visions did the diablo 2 remake Mm -hmm. they did tony hawk's pro skater 1 and 2 hd like oh it's so frustrating there's so much good stuff there that they could do things with like Ah, uh, very I exciting. I when I think about like what I would love to see come out of it, I'd actually like them to see. I'd like to see them tackle some kids stuff to get, you yep. know, because Halo's the big one for me. Like when my little boy, yep. you know, as he came age last year, we started playing a lot of Halo together. But he's still not like he doesn't fully understand, and he's he you know he's not of the age where he can get fully invested and 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 follow the story along between multiple sessions and. And also, it is shooting people. It is, I know it's. I don't consider Halo particularly violent. Like it's not yeah. like a Grand Theft Auto yeah. or you know, no rushing in Call of Duty. Yeah. But I'd love to see almost. And I, call me blasphemous. I'd almost like to see a Nintendo style approach to some of their IPs, where we do get things like mashups and kart races, and 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 just like oh. almost to have fun, almost to be like, yeah, we know this is the most ridiculous mashup you've ever seen, but we're going to go ahead and do it anyway. Because but imagine not? the kart racer they can have now. That was Beanox. <laughs> they <laughs> did Crash Team Racing Nitro. That's Fuel. right. It was really. Oh good. yeah, they could. They'd they be could, perfect. For yeah, it. Uh, yeah. That actually, that's actually a good idea. Actually, yeah. Think Why about not? the Crash Team Racing they could have now. With with with. <laughs> Gorgeous graphics, full like yeah. 60, 120 FPS support. So many characters. Power those dreams. Oh, so many characters now. And they could do their Smash clone now. They don't have to just chuck people into Killer Instinct. Now they can have a Smash clone. Everyone else is doing one. I know. Yep. Might as well. <laughs> What's it called? Rumbleverse? Yeah. yeah. I'm still They're all doing it now. Why not? SpongeBob. Oh, Bump. the Nickelodeon All Star brawl? Yes, yeah, all right. It's all right. It's all right. Is it worth picking? Because you know, it's, it looks like there's some fun. I mean, if you really like the Nickelodeon characters, I think you'll you'll you have like a little bit of fun with it. I, you oh, know, it's not terrible. Really like, maybe. I mean, now they've got a GTA clone in True Crime. <laughs> I'd love a True Crime. Um, now I think they've got. This was the interesting one. One name on the list was Tenchu, but that was Legacy, Legacy Games. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's owned by From. From owns the rights. They ah, really, the they own the rights yeah. to Tenchu. Yeah. Interesting. A new StarCraft. StarCraft, which I think Mikey Barra hinted at. He just Isn't smiled. that funny that Mike, that Mike and Rod just got dragged back in again? <laughs> yes, they thought they funny. were out, and they got pulled straight back in. Yeah, it's kind of nuts. Um, I, I think, uh, I don't know if people saw it, Mikey Barra did put out a statement. Obviously, he's the interim head of blizzard i think mm. uh, i can't remember exactly what the job title is so i'm i'm guessing there but he put out a statement that talked about some of the things that they're putting in place um you know as they've been listening to a lot of the feedback particularly around some of the accusations levied at blizzard in particular um and a lot of it was 
you know, it, it was a, a well-written, you know, hey, yeah, acknowledging here's the stuff we're doing. It's laid out in black and white. And I know the reaction from a lot of people is, you know, not good enough. You know, everyone, there's there's a lot of very intense emotion around this because of the subject matter. And I fully get that. Um, but it is nice at least that that acknowledgement has been made and that they're at least trying to put some things in. The big hope, of course, throughout all of this is that Microsoft are a very public-facing company. They could not afford this kind of act accusation levied at them you know and they've made mistakes in the past i think phil's owned you know owned those as well when they spoke about having booth babes and stuff at some press event mm. back yeah. in the day um so it's you know it's a it's a fervent hope that a lot of the employees as well and i know there's mixed emotions out there that they will hopefully see some of that change and some of that scrutiny as they as that microsoft arm reaches in and you know they've got to be careful because they can't change the culture the good bits and you know overreach too much but it is important mm. that they do effect change there to make uh. that a better better working environment for everybody yeah. um just realized as well um just a little bit of housekeeping before we get into other things um if you are new to xbox here we've got quite a few people watching right now if you're new to xbox here and you haven't checked us out before a please hit like on this video. It's very, very kind of you. Hit subscribe if you're not, because we're like very shy of 11,000 right now, which is pretty nice. Mm. Um, and obviously go check out xboxzero.com and our forums. Um, but there were two other things I wanted to talk on. Uh, one was um, Halo Infinite. Um, seen a lot of things about Halo Infinite in the news this week. One being that they've announced that season two, they're going to start giving credits out on Battle Pass. I... I which they needed to do. I'm, I'm surprised they weren't doing that already, but I'm glad, you know, mm. better late than never, I suppose. Yeah. I, I am frustrated, you know, and, and Taylor, I'm not sure if you're aware, you know, I, I, I've i been working on Forge with 343 for the past couple of years um, in the background, and I can't talk too much about it because it's not released yet. Yeah. But as a, as a player of Halo, mm -hmm. I'm a little bit frustrated that so many mistakes that I feel came about didn't have to be Halo made five launch are being repeated mm. and i'm not mm. talking about not launching with content but just not having all of these ducks in a row considering the development time etc and i appreciate covid and i know that was hard but just as a fan pure selfishly because the other big thing that i saw was multiple polls were run by big halo youtubers and where the response was i've stopped playing mm. um and I've particularly noted that Sea of Thieves, 25 million players from the rooftops. Lots of other games. Forza Horizon 5, 15 million players from the rooftops. Well, Halo hold Infinite. on. Playground wasn't announcing that. No, People but were seeing info. the player count themselves. But they did acknowledge it. But Halo mm. Infinite, not a peep. Not a mm. sausage. And that released on Steam, on Xbox One, on Xbox Series consoles. I'm very, very curious because... Gameplay is king, and it's great, but it's a little bit worrying at the same time to kind of feel like I've noticed matches have started to degrade in quality because I've been mm. jumping on more American servers. Where's yep. my UK brethren at? Um, and I wonder if they're concerned about that as well because at the end of the day, they've still got to make the stuff to be ready for season two and, and whatever else they're going to do. They can't change the nature of time. Um, so it's nice to see them making as many improvements and, and bug fixes as they can. But just the fact that BTB alone was completely broken 
for the majority over the Christmas period if you were searching in teams of friends. It's, mm. it's frustrating. I'm frustrated <laughs> at it. But, it was always yeah. a worry, though. We talked about it back then. It's just it was mistakes that shouldn't have been made when you mm. have examples in the industry there in front of you that are years old. Like the whole battle pass was just it was a fiasco. Like you've had gold standard examples in Fortnite and even Rocket League and even Call of Duty's. Like Call of Duty's battle pass, I'd bought one of theirs, and yeah, you got credits for the next one. You got pretty good stuff. It went at a decent pace. Like, you've got so many great examples of battle passes out there, and they still went with the one they went with anyway, just because that's what they wanted to do. And they weren't going to be budged from that. It's just... Yeah. yeah. It is a shame. It is a shame. But hopefully yeah. that, that isn't the end, and, you know, we'll see things come down the pipe that will get people excited again. Um, but, yeah. Um, now, Nick, I've heard... of. I've heard, I've heard a rumor. I've heard a rumor yeah. today. And Taylor, yeah. just to just to brief you, if you've never watched an episode, we have a little segment on here called a rumor mill, and this is where <laughs> Nick might have heard a little snippet, a little thing, and he we we play a little little jingle and we talk about whatever rumor. Nick's Most got people this get week. upset because they always think it's like. <laughs> Either a, either a Fortnite rumor, or <laughs> something, something not anything but Xbox, basically. Fortnite, also, for Nintendo. my for my sanity, I had to double check what that Warner Brothers like uh, Smash game was. It was actually Multiverses, so my oh, fault. I think I called it Rumbleverse. My my, it was Multiverse. Rumbleverse is the upcoming Iron Galaxy game. Yeah, I, I knew it was something. Something, something like verse. that. So yeah, something verse. So I was like, oh, it's multiverses. <laughs> I, I yeah, I don't. It, the multiverse of madness is what it should be. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, in that case, Jesse, I'll let you press Time the, to hit button. the button. All right, hit, hit the, button. the button. What's that? I can't hear you. Oh, Xbox bought who? Sony did what? Nintendo. It's the rumor mill. All right, Nick. Okay. Hit us. Okay. Hit us. What do you got? So, so everyone doesn't get too upset. This is this is related to Xbox. I know it's been a while. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, all I'm I'm annoyed. I can't go into more detail, but I get why. So I've been told the rumor I've heard. What I've been told is that there is there is another. Microsoft franchise. I'm not allowed to say the franchise. There is another Microsoft franchise that will be getting like the, I guess, the Master Chief Collection treatment. Oh, is probably the best way to describe it. Yeah. Um, that's now timelines. I'm not sure. I'm not. I don't know if that's a thing that's going to be this year, next year, or whatever it is. Probably most likely, I would guess next year. Uh, but I don't know timelines right now. Uh, just that there will be another franchise, another Microsoft franchise, getting that Master Chief Collection treatment. Collection of all the games. One all UI. Done up, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, all, all bundled into one, all that Did they not yeah. learn from their mistakes? <laughs> well, well, you could argue that now that they've got the Master Chief Collection right, they now know... Fair. Maybe that's why it's been so long... <laughs> because Master Chief Collection was 2014, Teen, I want to say. Yeah, Is that 2014. right? 2014? Yeah, it was 2014. Oh, 20, yeah. 2014 was a good year for games, wasn't it? Underrated year, 2014. 
I mean, when you think about the year before it, 2013, which was a pretty big banger for games, you know. Yeah, yeah. Was it? Rise, The Last of Us. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If we're not, if we're, if we're going across the party, party lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I did like 2014 though. Like, oh, that that's going off on a tangent. Anyway, yes, there is. We'll get into it. There is, yeah, that, that's what I've been told. I've been told that there's a, another Microsoft franchise that will be getting that Master Chief Collection style treatment. Well, now um, the chat yeah. is 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 discussing this and i have to admit when i think of they were the guesses i was expecting from everyone they were the guess like when when my source told me i'm like you know that everyone's just going to guess they can only really be they're all just going to say fable and gears yeah they're gonna say fable gears i don't know if you really want to get a little spicy forza for some reason hey forza (laughs) horizon a lot of them got delisted what if Mm. they do a collection of all the forza horizons I think there's too many licensing licensing issues around Maybe. that Forza yeah. collection. Yeah, so Viva Piñata. It's three yeah, of those games. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there is. The... It's three Viva Piñatas. Oh, Perfect just... Dark. A few of those. Uh, it's, no, they're not big enough to warrant a full collection. Gears and Fable are pretty much your only two. Crackdown. No, three crackdowns. not big enough. Not big enough. It's three crackdowns. Can't be Psychonauts. There's only... Like technically three any... but but sony but, but microsoft's not oh, well the i mean VR, there's the VR. there's the, yes, there's yes, the rhombus yes. of ruin but microsoft has made it quite yeah, clear yeah. they're not they're not diving into the console vr market and probably won't anytime definitely there, won't anytime soon so no. banjo banjo's got three banjo has got three <laughs> <laughs> what if, what if it was a remake of all of them as well as a collection so it was like this remastered that's what i'm saying i knew that people would instantly go to fable and gears there's a lot of other franchises microsoft has at least three games in well and this is this is a good point taylor that you've made you've got a new fable coming up soon right how better to ignite a whole new generation of gamers Mm. to the franchise they haven't played yet re redo those games sort them out og fable didn't go backwards compatible it didn't did not. That's. I think. I if I was to lean on a on a particular franchise, I would agree with Fable. I think that sounds like a ripe. Again, bungle unfortunately, I'm not allowed to say. I know what it is. I, just oh, unfortunately, okay, okay. I'm, I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> but they're yeah. Interesting, so, and it makes sense. This is Microsoft's mo. When and I find that they do this when they look at their pipeline and they look at what games they've got to make. To give you some wider context, one of the other reasons that this act of uh, this acquisition makes sense for Microsoft is labor and talent. Mm. Um, they have so many job positions open at existing studios that aren't being filled because there isn't enough people or incentive. And now with an acquisition, they can, they can move stuff around. They've got a lot more flexibility, more support internally, but Microsoft's MO, whenever they've had a gap, they start planning a bundle like this. Um, particularly if they've got a new game in that franchise coming out. So more and more, I lean... Do they? Yeah. Like, well, hold on. When, Master Chief when, Collection when is Master... a prime example. But hold on. In 2014, Microsoft alone had Titanfall. They yeah. had Sunset Overdrive. They had Forza Horizon 2. 2014 was an incredible year. Like, the Alien Isolation came out that year. Shadow of Mordor. Like, there was some... Yeah, oh. I'm not discounting 2014 that. 2014 was good. But think of old-school Microsoft... 
what were the games mm. they really always had faith in and those were the big three right mm. and they they did you know they did gears ultimate before gears four wet the whistle yeah. of the team oh. get them used to it they yeah. did you know they did uh master chief collection and anniversary one because halo 5 was a ways off mm. and hey we've got a new game out and we haven't got a halo game we need to have a halo game and that was console, originally yeah. just going to be anniversary, and they yeah, like they just had a like a console had just it had been mm-hmm. what about roughly a year since yeah. the Xbox yeah. One had came out at the time, and they're like, oh, we still don't have our flagship IP, like a new mm. entry in that. Might as well just release the Master Chief Collection. Um, yeah, as long as they launch it in a good state. What would be more interesting to me is not a here's a look back at what Fable used to look like and and they're just the games as is. If they really want to excite me with a collection, if it is Fable, I don't know. But if it is, I would want to see them genuinely remade. I know we had this anniversary edition of the original Fable. I actually thought from an art style perspective it was uglier than the original game. Similar in a way to Halo Anniversary was uglier in terms of art style from Saber Interactive compared to Halo CE. Halo Anniversary mm. for Halo 2, that got it right. The art style was correct. It, mm. it was inferred correctly and it was much prettier. Would I love to see Fables remade? Three of them? Yeah, I'd, I'd probably pick that up. But that's if it's Fable. It could be Gears. A, a lot of them are valid answers. Like, mm. you know, with, with Gears, you've got... like. It's funny, I'm surprised no one's brought up with Gears how all, like, there's already Gears Ultimate Edition and Gears 2 and 3 got um, 4K, very pretty. 4K updates and look like remasters as they are. Yeah. So I was actually kind of surprised that so many people brought up Gears given that. Um, I don't know. In fact, we've got got a a couple of super chats on this topic. We've got um, (laughs) Faisal. Faisal. It's the Scalebound collection. Xbox cancelled it three times. times. (laughs) Yeah. And then uh, Alexander Dark 91, Fable or Gears getting the MCC treatment. I knew it'd be those two games. I knew that straight away everyone would go to those two games. I mean, to be fair, to be fair, like, you know, it, 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 up until like the ZeniMax acquisition and just like all that stuff, there was like, you know, when people thought Xbox was like, usually like Forza, Gears, Halo. Halo. Halo, yeah. mm. and then they're like, Same "Oh yeah, way. they own Banjo Kazooie, but he's locked in the basement." So yeah, Banjo Kazooie has been my hail mary E three prediction for the last four years, just in the hopes that one day I'll be right. I reckon this is the year. I this is this the year. Twenty twenty two is the year that Banjo that remake. Surely that remake has to come this year. It has. But, to. It's yeah, too I mean, much money on the table, and they need more kids. Too games. much. They need more kids games for sure. Um, yeah. That's an interesting rumour, Nick, and one that I will ponder on, as I'm sure the rest of the community will as well. Um, mm. And I'll annoy you after the show to find out what it actually is. Quake? got four <laughs> Quake games. There's oh, yeah, Quake I love games. these. Quake. I yeah, want to know I what's would... going on with Quake Champions. That thing's still in early access. It's been in early access for is years. It? What's going on? There? Yes, it's is still it in really? early access. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just sat I've, there. Wow. I've, been, I've been trying to dig and figure that out. I was like, why is it still in early access? And, like, all my... All my leads just get to nowhere i'm like this is kind of upsetting me because i actually really did like quick champions it's just oh, like, oh yeah. it's still in early access i'm like but why and that how many fallout oh. games are there yeah, yeah you, i completely I mean, are, not... are we talking numbered games yeah f- 
It's four Fallout. I'm just saying, right? Microsoft has a lot of well, I mean, IP. Also with got multiple like games. Vegas. There's also like Fallout Tactics. Like there's also yeah. 76. And no one was bringing up Bethesda games, which is like, hey, there's a whole another publishing. I was. Like gonna... a <laughs> yep. Yep. I said oh. they, they own all that now. Elder Scrolls. You know, it's yeah, funny. Put all the Elder Scrolls games in one compilation. That's like that's like asking someone to just sign their life away. Yeah. And there will be people that will <laughs> happily do so. I know they will, but jeez. <laughs> we were talking yeah. about Blizzard before, and Blizzard has a lot of stuff. 4,000, 5,000 stuff. Yeah. All of a sudden, you don't have to outsource Halo Wars 3, do you? Oh, yeah. Huh. Don't oh have to God. outsource Halo Wars 3 or Gears Tactics 2. See, this is... Um... It's a lot of layers to this, isn't it? Like, well, you start yeah, thinking like a, about it more and more, well, and you're as like, soon wow. as we start taking away, hang on, yeah, you know, you hear MCC compilation, you know, oh, there's a new compilation of games. People just immediately went Gears and Fable, yep. right? But yeah, Gears, Fable. Fallout, Elder Scrolls, Doom, uh, Doom, Quake. I mean, there were rumors of a, a new Quake in development. Wolfenstein, Wolf, oh, Wolfen, Dishonored, Dishonored. Oh my goodness. Hmm. I love some good Bethesda games. <laughs> the thing is, I think, though, a collection... Call of Duty. A collection is easy. <laughs> a collection is easy of games, right? <laughs> Call of Duty. <laughs> Call I mean, of a Duty. suitcase. A few Call of Duty versions. <laughs> if you like that Metal Gear Solid 4 meme, where there's like 17 discs yep. with all the Call of Duties on there. Oh, that's that's gonna that's gonna be some nice discussion to have. But I still stick with Fable. Fable makes the most sense to me. There's a new it does, one announced. It? It's gotta let's it revitalize does, the brand. Yeah. Let's remake them. That mm. makes sense to me. To um, me, I think that makes the most the most sense as well. You know, we'll especially see. yeah. I think that I think that makes the most sense. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But okay, we'll Nick, see. that was a very entertaining rumor. Thank you. And mm. it was nice that it was no Xbox worries. related for a change. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I guess to, to kind of round things off, um, Taylor, as part of our uh, weekly podcast, we have a wonderful community over on the Xbox era forums, uh, and our patrons have a super secret cool kids club called the Patreon Lounge, um, where because they support xbox era and enable us to do everything that we do they get the opportunity to ask the podcast questions every week now i have to apologize in advance these questions can be strange um they can be silly and they are definitely the most verbose people i have ever met paragraphs and paragraphs to ask a simple easy question we're gonna to have to have words with these guys they start telling out. stories and so, they start nothing could be weirder than the time i was on a date and my date asked me if i could be any plant in the world what kind of plant would i be and why and i'm like like who asks that on a date <laughs> why would you ask that I did, you, did you marry them like, tell, tell me you married them right no i'm still a single come being. on question like that that's like what come on you, hang on what I, did you answer I picked the first thing that just popped in my head, which was a eucalyptus. <laughs> hey! <laughs> the Australian shout-out. Yeah, the Australian shout-out. Hey. <laughs> oh, my God, that's killed me. I'm just imagining Taylor what the sort eucalyptus of plant. plant I just, like, they asked, asked me that question. Me that. I just went... I, I looked at him <laughs> yeah. and I was like, what? And they're like, yeah. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why would you ask me that? Oh, my God. Oh, that catch me up. I like um, that. I mean, hey, I, I was on a date once, um, 
and we were chatting and everything was cool and she had kids and I was like, oh, cool, you know, like, you know, asking the usual questions. And, you know, I thought this was going well. It was the first time I'd been dating after a really long-term relationship. And then I said, oh, so, you know, excuse me for asking, is, is the dad on the scene, you know, like, is he helping you out and stuff? And he went, she went, oh, he killed himself. And I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> this date's going to be an interesting one. And I had to, like, oh, I wish I hadn't asked. And then it was, like, apologize. Sounds like the one rough. Rachel went on with, with um, John Lovitz. Who? Was it, is it a John Lovitz when she went on that date? Rachel? You know that dude who prints t-shirts? Come on, mate. Oh, man, I'm drawing a blank. Oh, can we have the friends quiz now, Jesse, please? No. No, I'm, I'm clearly I'm not. Come on, up. can we do the friends quiz now that he's forgotten the horrible date that Rachel went on with John Lovitz? Oh no, I guess of course. And the guy starts crying. Yeah, so I forgot the yes. name. Yeah, I know the Thank date. You. I know the one. Come he on. starts smoking. And, yeah, but yeah. Anyway, Jeez. that was a rough date. So it wasn't a plant, though. At least, but yeah, um, <laughs> it wasn't a plant. Oh yeah, geez, thanks. Geez, thanks. <laughs> It was way more serious than plant questions, but yeah. Um, yes, Faisal. Faisal, I'm disappointed too. Oh, I feel like Why I've let you? everybody down with my lack of friends knowledge. I've hurt Mate. Faisal. I've hurt it's good that the it's good that the right person won the friends quiz. The right the right winner was victorious in the end. Yeah, all right. All Correct right. result. All right, so uh, Taylor, I'm conscious of time, so we'll try and uh, you know I don't want to keep you from life for too long. Um, but let's let's try and burn through these. But seriously, patrons, like less paragraphs. We've got to please. shorten these questions. Next to week is going to have to be short. It's going to have to be short. You get one or two sentences, fifty characters. We've yeah. got to shorten these questions. Put a twit like a Twitter, like a like a twit longer, yeah, like limit or something. Yeah, like a twit yeah. uh, longer thing. It's it was like you can't no more twit longer. You got to do the the Twitter characters, which is what like two fifty or something. Yeah, yeah, some of these are a yeah. thousand or more. It's insane. Yeah. Put a you know, if they're too long, <laughs> Nick, just use your editorial brain and just cut them to the just the question because you know okay. time is time is precious of the essence. Yes. Okay. Wildstar. Hello all. Hope you and your families are well. So I asked last week about PlayStation having the best year and what was your opinion. Nick, you said that Nintendo might have the best year. I don't disagree with you. But with the news of Xbox and Activision, can I ask you the same question again, please? Many thanks, Wildstar. Well, I mean, nothing changes this year, really. Like, we're not we're not going to start to see the impacts of this until probably 2023, maybe 2024 and beyond. Um, 2022, nothing changes, I, I don't think. Um, but, who knows, there's still time. Maybe if the deal closes a little bit quicker than everyone expects and all of a sudden a bunch of stuff appears on Game Pass we weren't expecting. Like, if Modern Warfare 2 launches into Game Pass day one, that's... Oh, that is huge. That is... Yeah, there's a seismic. Lot of, there's a lot of ifs and buts here, right? Um, you know, when we went into the end of last year, no one knew this was coming. <laughs> no. We were all like, oh, Stalker 2 will be out in a few months, and that was it. And now the game has changed, and you know, for a week, everyone was like, oh, Microsoft's got nothing. And then Microsoft were like, and I hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they changed the game again. So uh, I have no idea. Um, I, I think that we're going to see some surprise third party appearances on Game Pass for sure. The checkbox yeah. will be pulled out to cover that gap. But at the end of the day, games take time to make, and they can't just pull them out thin air. And, and suddenly yeah. put them on your console. So, um, 
Yeah, it's going to be a weird year, which is a shame because they mm. ended last year in a really spectacular way um, if you're mm. an Xbox player. So definitely, I think PlayStation are going to have probably the, the best year or the, certainly the best first half of the year. Things will get interesting after sort of June time as to how mm. the year ends, but we'll find out, I guess. What about you, Taylor? What okay. do you think on that one? Uh, yeah, I... Uh... I don't know. I was pretty excited for Microsoft going into this year, mostly just because I'm just really excited for Starfield. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you know, uh, I'm, I'm curious to see what will happen. I mean, it's still January. Oh my god, it's still January. It's I know it feels oh, like yeah. it I, I literally just had to think. Oh, about it. I was yeah. like, oh my god, it's still January. <laughs> so I, I like yeah. I mean, Microsoft's definitely kind of you know lagging behind. Uh, but. I'm curious to see what will happen in the coming months. I, I expect we'll see more third-party stuff coming out, but uh, I'm curious to see what uh, if there's any like interesting little indies that might be on like a day one on Game Pass thing. I I, I would mm. like to see what's going to happen during like game like trade show season, so like the June through like mm. August. Yeah. So I, I'm sure we'll get more clarity on that. But for now, it definitely feels like it might be yeah yeah it'll feel a little empty for the xbox fans not including third-party stuff not including third-party stuff but again yeah again that's it's multi-platform stuff so it's like you can't necessarily count that to a degree unless it's coming to game pass (laughs) send out goldeneye that's all i gotta do just send out goldeneye that was really if you look at January, we weren't thinking it was much for Game Pass, and now it's turned into one of the best months it's ever had. Great. Oh, oh, Death so I've been Pass playing Death Door. <laughs> Death Door is so good. Well, it's a, it's a pretty good a game. So to Taylor's point about these little indies, right? No one saw Death Door coming, and then boom, it was a lot of people's game of the year last year. Mm-hmm. Artful Escape. I think stuff like that, that's the stuff that I really love to play. Like the AAA mm. stuff. Yeah, take it or leave it most of the time. But the little indies that surprise and delight, that's, good. that's where I'm going to be keeping an eye out. Um, and that's where I hope okay. to come through this year. Next question. question. Come on. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Phylaxis. Also, Phylaxis. I'm sorry. I don't know why all those hypercharged codes were taken. I'm going to get... I haven't heard back from him on the fourth code I've sent him. I've sent him a fourth hypercharged code. Hopefully it's worked, but I'll have to check. If not, I'll try and get another one. Okay. Phylaxis. Greetings to all. What a week. Let's just cancel 2022 now, as I doubt we'll get bigger news than Activision Blizzard being acquired by Microsoft. So my question for today is, have any of you done an escape room experience before? If you could design one theme around a, one themed around a game, what game would that be? Surely it has to be like a Resident Evil or... All out. Yeah, I was about to say the uh, vault. Fallout. <laughs> yeah, vault. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I've I never know. done an escape room. I've never done one either. Um, I've been invited to some, but... It, I and then you, do, you don't show up? You flake? I'm kind of like, yeah, not really for me. Um, I can't really think of any Inside Xbox turned us all off them. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was what poisoned me against it, escape rooms. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, the pandemic happened. I haven't had to think about escape rooms for some time because we've not been allowed close to each other in a singular room for quite a while. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I would have gone with Fallout, same as Taylor, I think. Like, yeah, Fallout's a good fun. call. But, you know, being chased Fallout's by Mr. X around a mansion, that's an <laughs> escape room experience. That's what I mean. Resident Evil would work too. Yeah. And it's funny because yeah. Phylaxis has a Fallout avatar. Yeah. What if it was your Gears survival horror take, Nick, but in an escape yeah. room? I'm telling you, mate, Ooh. Gears 6, survival horror, make it happen. 
Or if we want to just be you. Xbox edition, State of Decay, Escape Room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that would work. Hey, well, Fallout is Xbox edition. That's true. We yeah, have to that's get used true. to this new world. If you have you mentioned Resident very... Evil, so I was like, who? I was like, Xbox has a zombie exclusive. <laughs> Let's bring that yeah, up. You true. had incredibly talented costume makers. A Last of Us one could be pretty damn cool. Yeah. yeah. They're really yeah. complicated looking, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. All right. Cade Forever. Hello, panel. So, Battle.net and Blizzard. Is that the key to Microsoft reaching the European slash Asian markets, which they laughably fall behind in? Warcraft and Starcraft are beloved in South Korea and China and will undoubtedly pique interest from the gaming communities there once this deal has been approved. Well, yeah. I mean... I, that's... Here's a question. Microsoft, a couple of years from now, Warcraft 2... World of Warcraft 2, brand new MMO, updated graphics to more modern settings, but still allowing that flexibility in terms of performance across multiple machines. A new StarCraft, suddenly, yeah, they get all the all of that segment of gamers that really love them in, in, in the Asian regions, like, super excited. Like, is that a no-brainer to do a, a World of Warcraft 2? Does that make sense? And over, you know, Overwatch 2 makes sense when it kind of didn't. And that was a very Activision mindset of we've got to have a sequel. You know, Destiny 2, we've got to have a sequel. Do we see that I happening? I think step one is get the World of Warcraft sub built into Game Pass Ultimate. Very oh. quickly add four or five million subs to Game Pass Ultimate all of a sudden. And release a console edition. Just saying. Yeah, and make Clippy a companion little pet thing that you get. I love the. I need to get you a Clippy T-shirt. Clippy. Yeah, I remember. I was like, I, I, I was searching aggressively last year, leading up to Halloween. You weren't just searching; you were searching aggressively. Yes, I was aggressively searching for a a a Clippy costume because I remember there was like I saw on like the Microsoft Facebook page like like years ago they had like clippy costumes like Amazing. like a whole clippy suit i was like i was like why don't they sell these i want to buy one who do i need to speak to at microsoft like, to get how would that to work he's a paper clip how does it it was like one of those like little co- it was like you know those little mascot suits kind of thing but it's like you know yeah. it was like what it was literally i'll have to send it to you on like twitter or something after this but yeah. i was like i i this is like huge it's gonna stick out like a sore thumb in my house but like i i it want will. one I, I want yeah. this. <laughs> Do you remember the... It was like one of the first like memes. Do you remember the, the YouTube video of the guy? I think it was like Salmon Days or something. It was like, hey, it looks like you're writing a letter. And the guy's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> SNL skit was... Him. SNL did like a parody of it, but they made it like pushy, the, 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 the like uh, thumbtack or something oh, like God. that. I just... <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch that again at some point. I'll dig that out in the YouTube archives somewhere because it always cracks me up when I was a kid. But yeah. But yes, okay. back to the question. Uh, yeah. uh, Blizzard, <laughs> Blizzard does seem like a, a path into that market. Yeah, Very much so. Sure. No, yeah, I agree. It, also, in specifically too, like if we're talking like mobile game market, and even just like mm. the esports ventures, like I'll say, Xbox Oof. got its, uh, got a little footing in everything, kind of now. Oh, they got they MLG. Got MLG. <laughs> yeah, they got MLG. They they have Kings, so they got they own Candy Crush now. <laughs> yeah, Candy Crush. <laughs> breaking my brain. <laughs> it is literally yeah, breaking my brain. We were joking about how much work had. it is to run an Xbox site. <laughs> 
for for a bunch of volunteers, and now they've just made our lives so much harder. <laughs> and they already inherited mobile studios with Bethesda as well. Yep. Yeah. And now yeah. they've got more of them. Wow. Like, <laughs> here we go. Yeah, man. Get rid of the Battle.net launcher, though. You don't need it anymore. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just put everything like on like the Xbox app, I think. Yeah, I put just... it all on the Windows Store or the Xbox app or whatever. You don't let's need that launcher anymore. Just discontinue Battle. Yeah, let's just continue yeah. the Battle. And make the Xbox app good. Like it's yes. better, that too. Yeah, but that it's too. still not there. But let's yes. tidy it up a bit. It is. It's just. It's it's there. It finally goes fast. I saturated all. I had a 50 megabyte per second download going, which before I could maybe hit five. So it's a, it's better. That's growth. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. Growth. that's going in the right direction. <laughs> as long as it improves. Good. Do game. Taylor, as a proud member of the hashtag actually autistic community, I'm profoundly fond of your work. I feel our voices in gaming are underrepresented. So keep up the great work. That's right, Do game. That brings me to my question. We've seen games like Overwatch and Watch Dogs 2 make strides for autistic representation in gaming through characters like Symmetra, 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 uh, and have Close seen enough. greater, yeah, and have seen Aperfect. greater represent, yeah, and have seen greater representation in the mental health community in games such as Psychonauts and Hellblade. Do you think this is a trend we will see continued, especially under Microsoft, where creators of many of these titles are allowed to collaborate across studio lines? Uh, yeah, well, Ninja Theory have Project Mara, which is probably, possibly even due this year, wouldn't it be? Because that's a smaller thing, they said. I don't I believe, I believe so, yeah. I'm not sure on, on the launch. I do but... hope, but yeah, I feel hopeful. I'm, I'm hoping that we do get more games that kind of talk about that because you know uh you know i think the few that we have definitely help kind of make certain people like see themselves but mm. there's definitely always room for improvement like i don't know i keep thinking about that game twin mirror that don't nod made and i was like they yeah. like like the main character like they never really explicitly say the character was like autistic but it was it was quite clear through a lot of just like it was, it was heavily inferring like he definitely was autistic and I, I just felt like they did not do a very good job with handling that i mm. was very mm. bothered by that portrayal i was just like i it actually kind of just was like well i mean the game's not really good to begin with but also too it's just like that was the thing that really just was like mm, this was the straw that broke this camel's back yeah mm -hmm. yeah I, I think there's nothing worse than an attempts at representation that uh, are not actually researched and you don't pull the right people in to actually make an informed decision you know um i think that does more harm than good like it's all well and good to say oh, i admire the attempt and things like that but it's much better to actually learn from people that can tell you about it and actually help you make guided decisions about how you choose to present a subject um i think that's really important and we need to see more of that yeah. Um, so I yeah. hope so too. I, I think I think it's something that is isn't touched upon enough, um, and we're seeing we're seeing it improve generally in lots of different areas of representation, um, you know. But yeah, I think that's one that definitely needs more love, more love, care, and attention for sure. Good question, yeah. Dio Game. Dio Game's yeah, always really got the heavy question. hitting questions. I like Dio Game. Bless him. <laughs> okay, Dirty Flint. Hello, everyone. The Uncharted 5 re-release comes out Friday. I think he means 4. Okay. Does Isn't anyone else find it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, no, it's like Legacy PS... of Thieves comes out on PS5 and the PC version comes out later this year. 
Oh, okay. It's, okay. Yeah. So and it's and like yeah, Lost... Lost Legacy and Uncharted 4, yeah. yeah. It's just those two. Yeah. I wonder how much that upgrade's going to cost in Australia. Because I've got it's Uncharted 4 dollars. digitally, so I'm very interested to know. Because to buy it standalone is $75 here. Oof. For a Oof. six-year-old game. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, okay. I got sidetracked. Does anyone else find it really weird they randomly have a segment where Nathan Drake starts playing Xbox game series Crash Bandicoot? <laughs> I saw yeah, a tweet Nathan... about this today too. <laughs> yeah. Nathan Drake playing first party Xbox game Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. Nathan Drake said <laughs> Xbox stand. Oh, what happens to that? Does that get patched out? Just, I, I'm not saying it will. I, it's an interesting question, speak. though, isn't it? <laughs> Does that get patched out after the deal goes through? Plot twist, it's just now an advert for Xbox game. <laughs> yeah, they so, say, so, yeah, can you just... Maybe they come to an agreement. <laughs> Maybe they spoke so, hey, about we'll... that on the phone when he, did he, yeah, when Phil Spencer said they spoke on the phone with Sony. I was like, maybe that was one of the things they talked about. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. We got this section, and it's in there twice, but it's yeah. prominent in like, the opening. So can we keep that in there? <laughs> so yeah, crazy? our players actually play Crash Bandicoot in Uncharted 4. Are we still allowed to do that? Oh. <laughs> you got to ask, though. Like, I mean, how weird is it that Microsoft will... If this goes through, technically own two kind of very Sony mascots, PS One era, mm. PlayStation mascots. Yeah, that also is still breaking. I, I think that's breaking my brain more than the fact that they own Candy Crush. Oh, Candy Crush! It's insane. I know. It's, just, it's bizarre. <laughs> what a week! It's just Candy Crush Game Pass. <laughs> Speaking of bizarre, they own Blur oh. and Geometry Wars. Blur oh. love. I'm oh on a new drug. There's too much. It's too much. Oh. It's. Oh. It's too big. Maybe we need to do another <laughs> podcast dedicated just to talking about <laughs> the Activision thing. <laughs> we did okay. three hours on Tuesday. I know. I know. Right. But we could keep talking about it. I could do an hour by myself talking about rock and roll racing. I'm telling you, if we ever get if we ever get Phil on this podcast, I'm not gonna let him leave until I have asked for rock and roll racing. Like, I need him to know how important rock and roll racing is to me. To your heart. Yeah, it's such okay. a good game. <laughs> if that ever happens. Okay. Creaky Leaks. Oh, my God, Creaky Leaks. Seriously. Yeah, this okay. is one of those uh, books. <laughs> oh, okay. I know community questions have to shorten soon. Do you? Do you really with what <laughs> you just asked? So let me do this one last time before the inevitable change. Otherwise, I may never get to it. So I grew up in the Desert Empire in Southern California. I lived about a mile from the big desert hills that stretch for miles. My friends and I used to free climb them at 12 years old and take broken skateboards and slide down from the top. If we didn't have one, we just slid on our shoes because it was steep enough. God, we were idiots. We also had what we called their jumping cactus. If you so much as touched the air near one, it would latch on like a magnet to a fridge. Those things hurt like hell too. Many times my ankles and elbows were covered and someone's mom had to pull them out of my skin after sliding down those hills. I know, it's not a great image or feeling. My sister also got us about 10 miles deep lost in those hills, taking roads not designed for sedans after she just got the car two weeks prior. The car got wedged between the cliffs, we had to climb out the back, the sun was setting, which as Nick can probably attest, 
it can get freezing in the desert at night. Why can I attest to that? I don't live in the desert. I thought you were like Crocodile Dundee. I don't live in the desert. (laughs) Like, in Melbourne, it stays like 25 degrees Celsius overnight. It stays warm here. I need to move. It's great. I love it. Oh, Melbourne's the best. Don't worry. When the rest of the world burns up and Melbourne's temperatures continues to get colder, we're going to have to find a way to fit 8 billion people in Melbourne. Fair enough. Everyone's just going to come to Melbourne. So I don't know how I don't know how we're going to pull it off, but we're going to have to figure out a way. Anyway, getting sidetracked. When you grow up in forty plus degrees Celsius heat, you don't carry a jumper with you. It's shorts and shirts most of the year. Once the sun set, we couldn't see anything. No light pollution because we were that far from town. All we had was her Nokia brick phone light, which barely cast light to our feet. It died very soon after. We heard the coyotes howling uh, a lot after an hour. Never knowing if a black widow spider will find its way onto us, which had happened more than once to me living there. The rattlesnakes that could emerge from the holes in the ground, it probably took four hours before we found out after going multiple different directions. Eventually, we reached the end. We're almost done. Eventually, we reached the end, and we ended up in a completely different area from where we entered. We saw a building in the distance and headed towards it. Some man came to the front, looked as rattled as us because it was an AA rehab center on the far outskirts of the city and two freezing teenagers are about to collapse at his front desk. We called my mum who said the sheriff's department was gearing up a search and rescue helicopter to find us because we were gone so long. Kids are dumb. We were dumb. So what's a dumb thing you did as a kid for fun? I love the fact that that question could literally have just been, I did dumb things when I was a kid. What was yep, yours? I did dumb things as a kid. What have you done as a kid that was really dumb? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Go on, Taylor. What, what, have you done anything dumb as a kid? I was trying to think. I was trying to think. I, I can, I'll fill the gap while you're thinking to say okay. silence, right? right. Um, dumb things I've done when I was a kid. I uh, once painted a full-size zebra crossing onto a road two doors up from my parents' house. That was fun. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I was playing N64 and my friend had a BB gun and unknowns to me, he was shooting people out of the window, um, <laughs> as they walked past going home from work. Uh, he told me about it afterwards and he went home and then about three hours later, a police officer arrived on the front door and was like, my dad just pulled me to one side and he went, this is one of those times where you grass up your mates. And I was like, Okay. You know, fourteen-year-old me, like it was Richard who did it. Um, yeah, dumb things, very dumb things. Nothing I like times lost in the desert and being eaten by coyotes, though. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, like now that. that you brought that up, I, I do have one that I uh, a stupid thing I did once as a kid. I was I don't know, probably four or five, <laughs> and <laughs> I um I was trying to call my mom when she was at work, and I just wanted for no other reason other than I just wanted to talk to my mommy. Oh, and right. I accidentally, I may or may not have dialed 911 on the phone oh, because I assumed that was the number. So, of course, my grandma, <laughs> I'm at my grandma's house and she's looking confused as I don't know what, wonder why there's a cop here. So I'm trying to call my mom. They're like, well, the police number is not your mom's number. I was like, oh. Uh, <laughs> so, that's the one. I just saw. Yeah, no, I was really confused. My mom had to have a conversation with me about it. I'm I'm picturing four or five year old Taylor like, "Mommy, (laughs) what's going on? Why? Why is the?" I was like, "What?" I don't even remember the phone call. 
I don't know. I don't remember what I said on the phone. I just remember after I dialed the number, and here I, I think what like fifteen minutes later, here comes a cop at, in, at inside my grandma's house. Well, I imagine you know from their perspective, you know, where's my mummy might have been the question, and then they're yeah, like, yeah. okay, we've had a kid dial us. We don't Missing know where they are. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Yeah, the, the, yeah. So I, you know, that was definitely a, one of the not my brightest moment as a child. Oh, so four or five, I feel like we can forgive. It's you understandable. It's understandable. I can't forgive myself because I'm just like, geez, that was kind of dumb of me. My, my five-year-old and my wife will kill me for telling this story, so I'll edit it somewhat. My five-year-old, when I used to commute to London, I lived about twenty minutes walk from our station, and my four or five-year-old, I think he was five. Um, I didn't double lock the front door when I left because mm. the, the status quo for the last two years of his life was he would come down from his room and climb into bed with mummy. Mummy was still oh. asleep. He came down, saw I wasn't in, tiptoed, got dressed, silently opened the front door and went out to search for dad at oh. six in the morning on oh. his own. And my wife got woken up by her alarm which hit at the same time as the front doorbell, two ladies that were local to us found him heading towards the station because he knew where it was, trying to find dad and work in London. And I was like, you idiot. <laughs> so that could have been absolutely awful when my wife was like terrified, but it all worked out okay in the end and it's now just a funny story. But kids sneaky, double lock your front doors. There mm. you go. The short version of my story is me and my best mate were shooting each other with an air rifle. That's the short that version. That is dumb. It is. very, And we weren't kids. We were, we were like 16, 17 years old. Yesterday. We were like, we were older. And he instigated it. Oh, man. But yeah, that's that the short dumb. version. We were shooting each other with an air rifle. Yeah, you, you already yep. did. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, anyway, Taylor, you might I guess you know what, like... even though we just had that... I think we know what time it is. Longer. So yeah. uh, you might be wondering why he's put on a lady's robe and is smoking a pipe. Um, yeah. For a long, long time, people didn't do wordy questions, but one person no. did. Um, the wonderful Keris, who is one of our patrons, and she would often regale us with interesting tales of uh, shenanigans, I think is the best way to put it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we got to a point where it was like it was like story time. So Nick, it's like tell, telling a story. So I got story time ready with a robe and a pipe, getting <laughs> ready to tell the story. Funny thing is, Keris's question is actually shorter than Creaky Legs this week, which I'm surprised by. And I think it's almost okay. the same kind of question. Probably, actually, yeah, it looks like it actually is almost the same question. Interesting that. Good evening, gentle people. I sit here chomping on a cheese scone during the making of which I scalded my hand pretty badly and spent most of the evening with my hand in some iced water, weeping gently. Now, for the Americans watching, a scone is... Or a scone. Scone. Is the <laughs> proper word. You guys call them biscuits. I don't reason. call them biscuits. I, call, I, call, them, no. I call them scones. We call them scones here. <laughs> I see Americans call them biscuits. We've got and then when then when I saw the picture, international. have you? Okay, because when yeah. I used to see pictures of what Americans call biscuits, gravy they were biscuits. scones. Yeah, biscuits yeah, and gravy. That's a, one scone. of my favorite dishes. Love a yeah. good pile of biscuits and gravy. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, 
My daughter was consoling me and asked how bad it was. Being a sensible mama, I truthfully replied pretty bad. And then explained the best ways to treat or not treat a burn and when you should go to hospitals, etc, etc. Windex, right? Windex is how you fix a burn? No? It's not Windex? No. She is dead good <laughs> and sensible. Despite being 50% clumsy carous jeans. It made me think of many accidents in the past. Of course, we all know about the broken ankle at Christmas in front of Santa. I was party to the fire-breathing accident involving the fish fingers. I have also cut open my foot skinny dipping in the Thames. Fell off stages several times and given myself concussion standing up too quickly under the bleachers at work. One panto while repairing... I know panto now. One panto while repairing a piece... <clears throat> Of set, I managed to get a spelk, and there's a um, asterisk next to that, John. Apparently, you won't even know what a spelk is. Do you know what spelk is? Uh, no, because uh, Kara said like here more northern terms. Yeah, more northern terms to confuse not only Nick but John too. Uh, set. I managed to get a spelk of metal in my eye and burn the inside of my eyelid. I even have a lump on the back of my head where my mother claims I leapt leapt from her arms as a baby and fell down the stairs. Though knowing my mother, I was probably tossed. What's the clumsiest thing you have ever done, panel? And if you want an answer, a spelk is a splinter. Yeah, yeah. A little piece of metal. Clumsiest thing I've ever done. God, clumsiest. Um... I do clumsy stuff all the time. Yeah, I'm a pretty clumsy person. My dad calls me a klutz. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good example of clumsiness. Um, building a tree house. I had a, a, a piece hot. of tree that was probably, I don't know, three, two to three meters in length. It was quite thick. It was like that thick. And I'm short. And I was trying to put it up in my tree house. I was probably like 14 or 15. And I'm putting it in the V of a tree. So I'm kind of wedging it in there. And I pushed it up and I'm on my tippy toes and I think I've got it and it's connected to the other side. And I turn to walk away, pleased with my success, as it slides out of the V, this giant piece of wood, and doshes me right in the back of the head and knocks me unconscious. Apparently I had like a little flip out on the floor and my mates were like, <laughs> you know, can you picture it like an in-betweeners episode, like, like just shock watching me. And then I woke up and I was all right, but I had a big egg. But I've got a very thick skull, so everything was okay in the end. Yeah, that's pretty clumsy. Mm. Tree safety. It's important. I can't think of anything clumsy, to be honest. At least not off the top of my head. I can think of one. Yeah, uh, I was 18, 19, and I was running because I heard that I was at my grandma's house. (laughs) Why is I know the weirdest things always seem to happen at my grandma's house. And I heard the doorbell ring. I ran to go get it, ran right into a wall. (laughs) My grandma said, what the the H-E-Double Hockey 6 is wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) I said, You'd be like, like a cartoon character. Yeah, I just, uh, it was like, okay, I I didn't like hit like a flat out wall. It was more like I ran into like, like a pillar or column or something like Mm -hmm. in the, and I just, oh, (laughs) she's like, what did you do? (laughs) She's like, what is wrong with you? So, yeah, my shoulder was hurting a little bit. But I didn't dislocate it, so that's the important thing. Every cloud, <laughs> every cloud has a silver lining, and and Nick only... apparently isn't clumsy at all. Well, so. no, I am. But just the only, I'm just trying to think. The only thing I can think of, and I've still got the scar right here, um, 
in year seven. So I was like 12 or 13. Um, it was a wet day. We were running back from assembly back to our class because we had like senior school, middle school set up. Massive, massive school. Um, and me and my best mate, we were dodging through the crowd. We were very little, both of us. Very quick, very little. Going through the crowd, probably make a mistake given it was wet weather. Someone stopped in front of me all of a sudden, which means I was forced to stop at high speed all of a sudden, which means my best mate was forced to stop at high speed all of a sudden. He cannons into the back of me, falls into my back. I land on cement straight onto my nose like this and start sliding for about half a meter. How? It's just shredded my nose. How? Um... (laughs) All I remember after that is being picked up by someone. I remember seeing a lot of blood on the ground. Got taken to the sick bay. They cleaned me up. They said, look, are you feeling okay? I said, yep. Like, all right, we're going to ring your mum. Your mum's going to come pick you up, take you to the doctor. And I remember they left me in the sick bay for a bit on my own. And I thought, I need to see what this looks like. So I get up and I made the mistake of looking in the mirror to see what it looks like. And I get, I've got the scar. It's still there. And all of this was opened up and you could see the bone underneath and everything. Like something had a fear factor. (laughs) Oh, it was full on. I was just like, what the hell? And I just, I remember my mum saw me and freaked out because you could see the bone of my nose underneath. Cartilage. People will yell at us in chat. The cartilage of your nose. Yeah, sorry. And then when they, when they took me to the doctor, they had to stitch it up. And it was funny because I, I found out later that apparently you don't have any nerves here. There's no nerve huh, endings that's here. interesting. So you don't really feel anything. Huh. So I remember lying there waiting for them to stitch up my nose. And my mum's holding my hand. And I'm like squeezing my mum's hand. And she's got this sort of look on her waiting for me to scream because they didn't give me any anesthetic. So she's waiting for the scream. And I'm waiting for like the extreme pain. And after like a minute, I'm like, are you done? And the doctor's like, we were done like 30 seconds ago. Oh. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, we were done ages ago. I'm like, why didn't I feel anything? He's like, because you got no nerves there. So you don't huh. feel anything. We don't. That's why we didn't need the anesthetic. We didn't need anything. I just stitched it all up and took two seconds. Oh, man. And yeah, I'm freaked a, I'm me a right, out. That's... I'm a right wish when it comes to like, Gore, like the, the worst thing I've ever done to myself was you know, like when you put your washing up and you put your hand in the glass and you do that with the sponge. Yep, I was doing that and the glass broke. Yep, mid turn and it virtually pulled this finger off. I still have the scar, and I was, I was like, scarred by webbing. It was not good, it was not good. And I'm sitting there with the nurse at the ER, and she's like, She's like, I've got to pick it apart, find any bits of glass. I'm like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, like, come on. That one. That's the finger. There's the scar there. You can the see finger. it. Yeah. And I'll, I'll always remember the Master Chief collection because of that. Because it was the week <laughs> I, took, I, took, I took the week off for the Master Chief collection. My brother in law was sleeping over. And I remember I was cleaning our glasses because I'm a clean freak and I'm always washing dishes and this, that, the other. And I remember I was, I was in a hurry because I wanted to get back and play. And I pushed into the glass too hard, broke it, and it just sliced my webbing. And just started pouring out blood. And he had to drive me to the doctors to get it all stitched up. But yeah, scar's still there. That scar is still there. If you could see close enough, but I'm not going to go that close to the camera. But there's like a scar right across the top of my nose there. But wow. yeah. There you go. 
Sorry about all the torture. We're still only halfway through the stories. <laughs> They're all short now. They're all short. The rest, the rest, we should be hopefully so, so able to breeze through. Fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's, ha- let's hammer him through. Cause, I, did, know, I have one real quick question. Nick, <laughs> yeah. how damaged was the road from your giant nose? Ah, oh, man. There was, the big dent. there was a big dent in the cement as soon as I landed. <laughs> oh, yeah. You guys. Okay. All right, okay. Let's, uh, let's, let's hammer through these. Okay, running right. Now that Xbox has 32-ish studios and however many teams working on games, plus the publishing arm, sounds like it has a good amount of games in development as well. Is it even feasible for Xbox to do an E3-like event anymore? I feel like they'd have to break down and do quarterly events that are almost like directs. How could you possibly fit Activision, Xbox, Blizzard, Bethesda into one show and then also show love to your third-party partners and indies? 2022 with this lineup probably isn't a big deal, but when you take all those companies and think about what their 2023 lineup looks like now, there's just no way it fits into a single show. What's everyone's thoughts? I said this before. This. Like, Yeah, yeah. I'm like, with, if they keep acquiring, which they will, like, they whatever that show they put on will just be E3. Because they're going to have, and, like, just about everyone there. It'll X3. be, like, the, the big stuff, like, the big, like, marquee stuff that get, like, like maybe like a long trailer or something and like maybe a Q&A or something and then there'll be like a rapid fire of like oh here's a here's a series of things that are are coming in to our platform and they're all going to be day one on like game pass and like things like that because yeah. they did that with their that other event they did yeah yeah it was literally the make, game pass make it show. a week spread <laughs> it out over a week give it the full week in interviews with devs breakdowns of games, gameplay of games, blah, 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 blah. Just spread it out nicely over a week. And Xbox has literally their own E3 week. <laughs> Boom. And someone made a funny comment on Twitter. Call it P3. <laughs> <laughs> Phil's Which I thought was pretty flex. good. Call it P- P3. That'd be yeah. pretty good. There you go. Okay. More Venthus. Per usual, pick one or both. Nick, per a Twitter, sta- Twitter statement, you claimed that you only care about one of the platform games when mentioned on Twitter. Which one was it? Banjo, Spyro, Crash? Banjo. Of course it was Banjo. I don't... I can't even remember. Like, I've never played Spyro. Let me just get Spyro that out. Spyro is very never, good. Crash sucks. Never played a Spyro game. Uh, Crash oh, I played... Back in the day I played Crash, but haven't played anything since the third one on PlayStation 1. That was wow. the last Crash I played. Um, so banjo, hundred percent banjo. Banjo's amazing. Yeah, banjo's the best. Uh, if High Moon can't go back to the Transformers franchise, which I don't think they will, what are your your all's thought thoughts on giving them Mech Assault or Crimson Skies if they were down for it as a team? Bonus third option: giving them Phantom Dust. Give us Mech Assault. Yeah, just give us Mech Assault. Yeah, I don't know. I when I think of like. I don't know. I always jokingly say Mega Salt was Titanfall before Titanfall was like a, th- a thing. Mm. I don't so think I you're like, wrong. Like all the destruction and stuff. Yeah, really like cool. the destruction, destroying buildings and all that stuff. So I say just give us another. Just give, just reboot Mega Salt. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. Just give- I need it. I need Mega Salt so bad. Like my, I, what I want. You ever play Chrome Hounds, Taylor? Yes. Chrome Hounds, like, but with. Mechasalt stuff, like so, like it's the combination of worlds where we have this moving battlefront and we can customize our mechs and build them ourselves. What a glorious world we would live in if that was a thing. But yes, yeah. Mechasalt <laughs> for sure. Okay. Anorexic. Hello, everyone. I'm happy to see Taylor join the podcast this week. Probably the ideal guest considering the news of this past week. 
My question is in regards to the acquisition of King. Do you think there is a play to enter the mobile games market in the future? We have Game Pass for console, and we have PC Game Pass. Will there be a mobile games pass in the near or distant future? I personally think Microsoft will focus on traditional PC slash console games, and at most would give out some mobile game perks with Game Pass Ultimate. Microsoft didn't want to be distracted with VR, and they probably feel the same about the mobile games. But I can't deny that King provides them the best opportunity to enter that space. It does. That's a really interesting question because I would argue yeah. one of the key pieces of the acquisition was the mobile. You know, when when Phil Spencer mm. talks about reaching two billion gamers, <laughs> he's not talking about the very limited window of like a hundred million console people. That's not mm. what he's talking about. He is talking about yeah. reaching people that have one of these everywhere mm. all over the world. Mm-hmm. And XCloud mm. touches on some of that, but it's very That's connection dependent. Yeah. But King I think is another way in, yeah, for sure. I love the idea of mobile game pass. That's yeah. I had not thought of that. Um, They've got a ton of. Technically, now they have a ton of mobile studios. But I don't play games. I guess I think about a lot of freemiums. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm like, it would make sense, like, a lot of those games are like free to play already, and it's like they just Mm. rely a lot on those microtransactions. So I was like, it wouldn't surprise me if they're just like, we'll just let it continue to its own devices, but. Maybe they'll and add an Xbox out. Live login. <laughs> Get those mouths up. But Get yeah, mouths up. They would most Why likely not? add in perks. That would be the easiest way to add value Probably. on anything mobile. Yeah. Yeah, like perks or something. Yeah, that that seems like the like the like that makes the most sense. Yeah. So. Maybe do, do they move those mobile studios from Bethesda under King? Hmm. Maybe. Don't know. Why not? Who knows? There's only one. In Bethesda, I think. I thought Alpha, there was two. Alpha Dog, or is Alpha Dog the only one? I think so. Oh, okay. Could be wrong. For some so. for some reason in my head, I thought there was two. Doesn't matter. I'm probably wrong. Okay. Just a little but brain yes. fart. Not big deal. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> King King obviously gives them a lot of presence in the mobile space now. <laughs> or they might just leave King alone and rake in the cash. Yeah. <laughs> like, that could be the other option. Andy Crush Moolah! <laughs> they just take that money and just, you know, let it keep coming in. Um, good old Collingwood. Hello, John, Nick, and Jesse, and welcome, Taylor. I enjoyed Nick has the scoops, John has intuition video from earlier this week. Can we make that a regular segment? John's intuitions. <laughs> Was that the one with the curb your enthusiasm? Yeah, did you enjoy that video? Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed I made that while we were airing the emergency podcast. And, and Taylor, I'm not sure if you saw it on Twitter, but basically the Saturday before this show, mm-hmm. the, the Saturday last week, I, I paused after community question. I went, Nick, acquisition season. Do you think it's going to start again soon? And like, do you think we'll see one in January, February, March? And from March, I was like, no. Nah. Like, nah. nah. I was like, I've got nah. this feeling. I've got this feeling. <laughs> and then it happened and it was just funny. So we yeah, did a clip for of acquisitions it was... for the next like four months. <laughs> That's yeah. insane. But yeah. It should it should last the forum about a month or so before they start whinging again. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> On last week's last media uh last stand media's defining Duke podcast, Mr. Maddie and Law Cognito were discussing the postponement of Stalker 2 and how that will leave a big hole in the Xbox schedule. Mr. Maddie suggested that Dying Light 2 should be drafted for Game Pass to fill that void. Even at this late stage, do you think it's possible for Dying Light 2 to be announced for Game Pass? Okay, interesting question, because yes, they of course it can, 
But the thing with Game Pass is it's not as simple as, oh, Microsoft just picks a game and they get it in. Like, maybe Techland doesn't want Dying Light 2 on Game Pass. Maybe, I don't know. I, I think it's very possible. Microsoft could just go to them and throw a buttload of money at them and say, hey, chuck Dying Light 2 on Game Pass. But I don't know. They might not want it. I, I don't think so. But, I, I mean, know. I I feel I like forgot. we would have heard something by now. I mean, because it comes When does out it come like- out? It comes out like February. It comes February out early 4th. February. Yeah, February fourth. So I'm like, wow. I, I feel like if we haven't heard something now, I mean, maybe we can hear something next week. But I'm also like, I don't know. I feel like if we were going to hear something, we probably would have heard something by now. Yeah, that yeah. would be a very last minute deal, wouldn't it? Like a very. Yeah. Uh, Jesse, you're muted. Speaking of oh. Dying Light Two, Jesse, you've been playing Dying Light Two, right? I have. Last couple of days. Are and you they let us say it. So it. I can even say the review comes February 2nd at 10 a.m. They said you can say it. It's very wow. rare. Yeah, yeah. normally it's, I, you're not allowed to talk about the fact that you're reviewing it. You're not allowed to discuss anything. You're not allowed Some to of those day. rules are weird. Yes, they are. Yeah. Well, I well, couldn't. Well, we did a preview. I literally cannot show any gameplay footage. So our preview is just me talking over their already released trailers. Yet there are influencers on YouTube playing the game with their consent. It's yeah. very strange. But I guess we're just not fun. big enough. We're just not big no enough one is yet. We're still small potatoes. Yeah. We're all do? crap compared to Twitch and YouTube streamers, damn it. Yeah, we're just not big enough. All right. Okay, nearly there. Uh, Prof JJJ, hello all. Okay, somebody has to ask. It looks like the task has fallen to me. Is Microsoft done acquiring game companies for the foreseeable future? To make this easier, I'll give you multiple choice answers. A, they are done. B, they will only acquire individual studios going forward, not publishers. C, anything is possible. Publishers are still on the menu. C. C. I will take C for 500, Alex. <laughs> C. <laughs> C. Definitely C. Yeah. Any, yeah. any, like now with Activision, like you, Activision is the biggest. So if there was no problem with them whipping up Activision in a matter of two or three months, what the hell's off the table? Nothing. Everything gets cheaper from now. <laughs> so nothing's <laughs> off the table. It all gets cheaper after Activision. I, the only the like, only question is, can they announce one, another yes. one, before yes. this one closes? Yes. yes. And there you go. There's they the can. answer. I could, I could, it's possible. This this doesn't this this doesn't get in the way of others. No. There you go. Not at all. Like yeah. they, they I, I see a lot of people go, oh. Like they can't, and it's like, well, they can. Like, you don't think Microsoft's got enough legal team to handle multiple deals at once? Like, they got money. They got the Microsoft money. Yeah, seventy billion. They've got, <laughs> yeah, I reckon their M and A team. Yeah, the power clippy and, on their side. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> they've got the M and A team and the lawyers and the financiers, and they've got. I think they've got enough staff to handle a few deals at once. And that I'm money doesn't that. actually go anywhere until the deal finalizes. And That's by the right. time the deal finalizes, they'll have made almost another Activision Blizzard. Yeah, like it's... That's scary. Yeah, I don't know. Capitalism, man. It sounds more like people just hoping they won't do another one but before this one goes through. A certain section of yeah. definitely hoping for that. <laughs> I, I think if, if they were going to do anyone, if they really wanted to just completely change the console war scene... Mm-hmm. The obvious acquisition, the real one that would hurt everybody that isn't willing to buy an Xbox would be Take-Two. Take-Two. Yeah. Because yeah. then they don't GTA. 
and that would be. I, I now at the risk of looking like a moron again. I don't think take two will happen. <laughs> no, but I'm not going to be as definitive as I was on Twitter. Yeah, I just I just put <laughs> up a certain tweet from a special Nick for everyone to look at. I'm that not was gonna... their shopping list. You've yeah, that, yeah. Two, T- turns out I accidentally revealed their shopping list without realizing it. <laughs> well, maybe I need to put that tweet out again, but put a strike through Activision. So yeah, let's try this again. Yeah, EA take two and Ubisoft aren't going to. I think you should put a strike through for it. It'll be fine. Do I do I do the reverse jinx thing and be yeah. like, okay, take two's definitely not going to happen. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> Certainly not. Nope. Okay. Oh Faisal, hello friends. As this has been an incredibly slow news week for Xbox, I decided <laughs> to catch up on a critical darling from the 90s, friends. I was watching season 6, episode 17, the one with Unagi. As you already know, the second storyline from this episode was Joey hiring actor Carl to play his identical twin. <laughs> that is a classic. I love that, it was so good. Yeah. Damn it, Carl. Um... <laughs> This leads me to my question. Back in the day, Infamous and Activision's prototype were often compared with each other. With all this talk about rebooting Activision franchises, what are your thoughts on rebooting prototype to fill in the open world third person superhero type game for Xbox? I remember the absolute destruction you could cause in the first game to be very satisfying and the story being absolutely terrible. A better storyline with more cohesive powers might make it into something interesting. Keep up the great work as always. Here's an idea, Crackdown Combined with prototype. Come on. Nah, I'm not feeling huh. it. I, I'm kind of done with, with open world, fetch quest driven. I'm bored. <laughs> yeah, but orbs, orbs I, though. It, Crackdown three didn't orbs. even hook me that that much. Yeah, I was not sorry. vibing with Crackdown three. It didn't, it. it didn't tickle me in my orb catching ways. It was just. It. it wasn't right. It didn't feel right. So good. Hulk Ultimate pro- Destruction two. That's what everyone wants. Hulk. But that's Marvel. Yeah. And we know that you Microsoft's said, you said never going to get a Marvel yeah. game, right? Mm-hmm. Ever. Another reverse jinx. Yeah, another mm-hmm. reverse jinx. Marvel is never going to have an exclusive on Xbox. Ever. Yeah, I don't know. I, um, I, I think Prototype... I don't think Prototype is going to come back. I, don't think I never played it. I never played Prototype, so I don't know how good or bad it is. <laughs> IP. I played it, but I can barely remember it. And uh, yeah, I don't think it was particularly beloved. I don't think there's a cult following out there hankering for. Is the it backwards compatible? No, I don't think, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think it is. There's so many games that just just do a final batch. Just do one last final. One, batch. one, one, uh, one more thing. Do a one more thing, like what they do at yeah. Apple. Bits. And one more thing. <laughs> and one yeah, more they, thing. They I guess because they know another the thirty games coming to backwards compatibility. Yeah. X-Men Origins Wolverine. Marvel Ultimate Alliance, both by Raven. <laughs> Who knows? Come on, Marvel. Who if knows? you're not going to give us a new Marvel exclusive, let us bring back the old Marvel games well, yeah. via backwards compatibility. Come on, please. Activision has a few games Who that aren't back compat because <laughs> they just re-released them in really bad ports like Ultimate Alliance yeah. and Prototype. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, they did, didn't they? And Deadpool. Deadpool got re-released. Although I, I bought it, I just haven't played it. I'm still playing it on PlayStation 3. I've got the disc on PS3. It's not a bad game, Deadpool. I don't mind it. Needs a bit of polish, but it's not bad. Yeah. Second last question. 
Kraken56, which studios do you think they will pull off Call of Duty and what do you think they would make? Also, could you see Infinity Ward or Treyarch create a second team to make something else? Love the show and what a week it has been. Now, this is what I'm hoping happens. I put this out on Twitter and it was quite popular. I'm hoping that they just have the main three studios continue to do what they're doing. Let Infinity Ward, Treyarch and Sledgehammer rotate every... Because if you, if you give Call of Duty a break and you do it every second year... Does that not mean that each studio gets like four years yeah. to yeah. make their game? Which is plenty of time compared to the one or two they had before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so rotate Call of Duty every two. So each studio gets plenty of time. They don't have to crunch. They don't have to drive themselves into the ground. And then let all the others just mine all those IP. All that yeah. IP. Just let them... Yeah. Do whatever the hell they want. Let them yep. mine Microsoft's IP. Yep. Microsoft's got IP they're doing nothing with too. Mechasol. Mechasol, yeah. Blinks things. of Time, Sweeper. Don't they have Sierras as well? Yep. Although, Don't they have a bunch someone, of Sierra stuff? Someone tweeted Tim Schafer about bringing back Police Quest and, and King's Quest. And Tim Schafer Space said, Quest. we are not a cover band. Oh, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> okay. But yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That, that's what I'd like them to do with Call of Duty. Uh, not Jack. Last question. You're woken up tomorrow by a knock on your door. A man in, in a black suit and shades guides you into the back of a stretch Escalade and closes the door. Across the seat is Phil Spencer. He asks you how Xbox should leverage Call of Duty with PlayStation. What do you say? So, I mean, that's it. That's easy, isn't it? What do you say to Phil if you got to choose what Microsoft should do with Call of Duty to leverage it against PlayStation? It's all ex- it's all exclusive. Like, how is that even a question? No, but it's no, he's not talking about exclusivity. He's saying you can have Call of Duty if you give hmm. me X. What would you? Oh, you leverage. Yeah, you can have it. Call of Duty if you if you <laughs> play nice with crossplay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a very fair one. Stop charging developers for crossplay. That's good guy Phil. Fits his MO. That might be one way. Um, um, here we go. Sony's putting all their games on PC, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bring them to the Judy? Microsoft Store. Put them on the Microsoft Store. Want Call of Duty? <laughs> Put all those games in Game Pass PC. Wow. Oh, yeah. On PC Game Pass, yeah. Oh. Mm. That would upset Put God of War. Base, Put Days Gone. Put Death Stranding. <laughs> Put them all on oh, PC sh- Game Pass. And then you can have Call of Duty. Uh, I think the majority of people would say uh, make Spider-Man multi-platform would probably yep, please another one. Xbox gamers. Funny, there wasn't a lot of articles about that, was there? When Spider-Man was suddenly taken off other platforms? Because Activision made a ton of Spider-Man games for Xbox and GameCube and oh, Wii yeah. U and yep. people forget that. It was a thing, yeah. It was. Tons of them. And Activision made all of them. Binox, um Who else? Which are, which are their other studios? There was a whole bunch. There was like two or three studios within Activision. Because I just did the bloody OTs on the forum. There was a two or three studios within Activision that were pumping out Spider-Man games. Like an, an obscene amount. A, a Treyarch. Treyarch did a few. Wow. Um, Binox, uh did Vicarious Visions. They might have. But yeah. Uh, Activision, man, they were milking Spider-Man for a long, long time. 
And now, just like that, gone. Such is life. Mm. But hey, that's the end of community questions. So big thank you to all of our patrons for obviously all of your uh, yes. your nudging. And I'm very conscious, Taylor, that I think you've you've that's a long podcast, and you've stuck through, you've stuck with us, you've seen it through to the end. Um, and I don't want to take up too much more of your time. So I would probably like to just end with: Is there anything that you would like to shout out, promote, talk Plug. about? Where can people find you? Give us all the good stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's not really anything to really promote. It's just, you know, you can follow me on Twitter at Tay Nixter. I don't know. I had this goal this year for 2022 to, to aside from just like appearing on more podcasts, but aside from that, I, my other goal was like to reach 6,000 followers. And, but I'm also like, hmm, I could probably reach this before the summer. So I'm wondering if I could maybe get closer to 10,000. So that's, that's probably, that's like, so that's like my resolution, <laughs> one of my resolutions, which I know that's pretty like, silly and maybe selfish to say or whatever but like no hell's no let's, yeah. let's post, see, post let's a see lot of bait post a lot of bait that'll get your followers i no i don't i can't do all that no i don't want to i don't want i i want i don't want to be like i don't know i don't want i don't want to do it for like that type of attention i want to just i want to you know i want it to be like compelling i want people to 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 come for the insight and stay for my memes so hell's mm. that's and that's all well, anyone like can said, want on the internet i think is the memes i i liked your retweet of grid studio stuff i discovered them because of you like the like for those watching there's I, they, they're called grid studio aren't they or something yeah it's like called that. yeah it's, it's grid studio yeah yeah mm -hmm. and they do these amazing so so they take old not always old but mostly not always old. old but mostly old yeah 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 they take tech, whether it's a phone, whether it's a controller, whether it's an old portable console, like a Game mm -hmm. Boy or a Game Gear, and they, I assume they source broken ones, because why the hell would you buy working ones? And they take them apart. They literally take them apart piece by piece, the inside, the outside, buttons, this, that, the other. And they frame it and they label it and it's all diagrammed. Like, it's like an exploded diagram, but in frame. It's framed like a museum frame, yeah. Form. Yeah. I'm looking um, at the Game Boy then, Advance one on your Twitter at the moment. It looks oh. <laughs> really yeah. cool. I've, had it up um, I've ordered a Game Gear one. I've ordered mm -hmm. a Sega Game Gear. I got a PSP 1000. It's out of yeah, frame. Yeah, the but... PSP was nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like a good one. Oh, just so good. Stunning stuff. Um, and I believe they're going to be doing Xbox controllers. In yes, all the time. Xbox fans, which I assume there's a lot on stream right now because this is an Xbox yeah. podcast. Yeah. True story. Yeah um i think they're going to be doing xbox controllers so they'll take it i assume it'll be the new controller and they'll take it apart i'd like to see yeah, them do a 360 controller because they already did one for mm. the dualshock 4 so yes I, I, they've yeah. done a dualshock 4 yeah yep um i'd love to see them do a dreamcast vmu oh I yeah that would be amazing they did one for like the um, ds Lite, and they did one for yep. apple's magic mouse they also did one for yes. the apple a7 apple system Watch. on a ship and the Apple yes. Watch as well. They did one for the yeah. iPod Touch. They got wow. one for like a yep. one. I forget which BlackBerry phone, but they have a one BlackBerry phone <laughs> tear down. Yes. Yeah, they so do. They do a lot 3G, of different the original yeah, the, iPhone, the, mm -hmm. a four. Four. Um, I think they go all the way up to ten. Oh really? 10. That higher? I think it's. I think it's up to ten. Yeah. There was one oh. custom project they did. They said because I actually was just. I had a chat with them when I did like a profile because I did do an article kind of profiling them a little bit and also kind of like spotlighting the frame that I that I got, and uh, of the PSP. 
and mm. they had told me that there was like a bunch of custom orders they did i i believe there was one that someone i think one they did was like for an apple executive like i think he like is like the head of like all the the cameras for like iphones or something but this guy's friend reached out to grid studio and asked hey could you make me a frame of like pretty much all of like the the the, the cameras or like the lenses or something for like in the for, iPhones. E- for every iphone yeah and they did wow. it and, uh, yeah See, wow. I've got a friend of mine who runs a UK-based Game Boy modding company called Deadpan Robot. Um, he's, he's a nice guy, and he's been doing it for for a while, six or seven years. And he actually gave me a framed Game Boy with his logo on it, and it's built into the frame, but there's a little battery pack at the back, and when you turn it on, the screen lights up oh, and so has cool. his company logo of like this oh, Deadpan so cool. robot face. That's cool. That's the closest thing I've got to it, and I've still got that somewhere. I've seen a lot of people complain that they like that they don't like these like frames or whatever. They're like, oh, they massacred or they gutted this console and stuff. And I'm just sitting here like, you know, I think if anything, it's a good way to preserve it, especially if I don't know. I'm very like environmentally conscious, and I think about how much e-waste there is and stuff. And I was like, mm. to me, this seems like a very e-friendly way to you know preserve it, especially if it's if, if it's just like on your shelf, just like collecting dust or something. It's just like. I don't know like to me I, I know people will have their own thoughts and feelings about it but to me i like it because like one i'm just a big dork for like history stuff but also too like you know it's good to have like those memories you know mm, yeah. like not every memory should have to be like a picture of you holding a fish that you wanted like a fishing derby or something i think i think stuff like this i think stuff like this is important to have like i think it's important to to do things like that and, you know there's so many you know like like tech teardown frames and stuff mm. that there's just the, the the sky's the limit but like when i think about how many videos there are of like people doing teardowns and stuff like that it's like i mean yeah you could like reassemble it and things like that but like i just i don't know maybe it's just cool maybe i just like to hang it up there just like it's cool to just yeah, see no. the innards of it it's cool to I see often, everything that's powering oh, they're this so thing. cool they're I, so I often cool look at tech and i'm like that's gorgeous but what what's always more interesting is how everything works so right inside kind of, of yeah. do that for me because you get to appreciate the beauty of it but also see how intricate it actually is i think it's exactly. a really, really cool thing to oh. have on the wall i'll definitely and the game gear one, one is so cool it's got like sonic printed oh, onto yeah. it and he's running along the grass and it's ah, oh, i can't wait to get my game gear they've shipped yeah. that and th- those Absolutely puppies are sold out right now too i'm just like i'll yeah. have to link you to like the the listing but yeah it's just it's it's the coolest freaking thing thing oh, it's such a so... boy in that it's just like yeah and the the whole design like the graphic they made for the whole like frame as well is just like the coolest thing yeah it's so nice and and i lo- i really wanted it because i still have my original game gear from 1993 or 92 i want to say so it'd be cool to have something like this while also still having my own working game gear i yeah can't wait <laughs> so so cool but that's that's quite the tangent. I just I thought of it because <laughs> it was a good tangent to have and a nice way to end the show on something positive about the yeah. beauty of tech. The considering of we've tech. got yeah. the world's best tech editor on the podcast right now, right? So it's got to be said. Um, Taylor, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Really grateful, especially sticking around through so many lengthy community questions. Thank you for your time. So most appreciated. Uh, we hope you had fun as well. Um, to everyone in the chat. It's been a hell of a week. Um, mm. As always, there's lots of discussion still going on. So if you're not a member of the Xbox Era forums, do head over, check it out, sign up, get involved. Um, there's lots of cool things coming down the pipe this year. Um, and yeah, 
we're looking forward to uh, continuing the conversation. But other than yeah. that, I think we'll we'll see everybody next time. See you next week for uh, Xbox Four with Jizz and Rand. Oh God, how did I forget that? <laughs> yes, mm. next week for the Xbox Four. Xbox Four. Jez, Rand, me and Nick. Should be yeah. a moderately entertaining time. Very Maybe. abusive. Or they'll just talk a lot. But yes, Maybe. Other than he's that, got a little more faith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love Jez and Rand, honest. Just, I don't. Uh, yeah, at least they're coming on our channel and we're not going to theirs. Like that's that's good. Yep, that's kind. But anyway, it is. much love to everybody. Have a great night, and uh, we'll see you next time. Ciao for now. <laughs>